Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this podcast. We are the Better Than You pod, coming to you on another Democratic primary weekday, as we are recording this live on Tuesday, as the Democratic primaries are uh, happening right now. Uh, Let's go around the room real quick before we start to get into some of the results that are already in. Joe, what's good? Uh, Nothing, man. Uh, This is like day two of me working from home. Um... Got a little bit of cabin fever, even though I went out to today to like do a little business, but uh, I guess I'm gonna have to get used to it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into we gonna go we're gonna get all to that sheltering in in a minute too. And what's happening? <clears throat> I'm good, man. Joe sheltered in. I'm still working, still going into the office. I guess I'm important, so. Oh I'm shit! Out. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to our boy B. Brian. He's not with us uh, this evening, but he will be back next week. Shout out to you. Uh, where you? Well, where you at right now? Shout out to you, bro. Whatever. Um. So let's just jump right into it. Democratic primaries are going on right now. March seventeenth, we have Arizona, Florida, Illinois, Ohio, which was supposed to be a part of this. Um, I meant to really investigate did they, if they canceled it or if they postponed it. I'm not sure. Oh, no, they definitely canceled. They pushed it back to, I think, June. June. Okay, so they pushed it back to June. So, again, they were supposed to be a part of uh, today's primary, but they are not. They pushed theirs back to June. Um, <clears throat> but as of now, right now, uh, Arizona, which is you, is on the West Coast, not necessarily the West Coast, but in the West, and Illinois, which is an hour behind us on the East Coast standard time. They haven't had uh, a lot in so, but Florida has already been declared for Joe Biden with 85% of the vote in, and he is in the lead, 72 delegate votes uh, to 21. There's a total of 219 uh, up for grabs in the state in the state of Florida. Uh, yeah. Hold on, I actually, just updated. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, Biden is like uh, killing Florida. Like even before the polls were closed. Because they had so many write-ins, we saw like such a big gap, and he's still holding pretty strong with about 61% of the vote to about 23% for uh, Bernie Sanders and the rest, I guess, is, uh, you know, other people and whatnot. And, uh, where I'm looking at Illinois right now, we're like 8% in, um, Joe Biden's about 59, and they got Sanders at about 35, but that's still real early. So we're going to have to wait on Illinois. We may not even get that before the end of the pod, or maybe we do. Yeah, maybe we do. We'll be uh, giving an update. To go throughout it, but I want to go back to Ohio. Obviously, <clears throat> we are all aware of the, uh, as they have labeled it, the coronavirus pandemic that is happening. Ohio, uh, the governors and the state uh, state legislation decided that it was best that they sh- and all the mayors around uh, the state of Ohio decided that it was best to shut it down uh, to hopefully not spread anymore coronavirus or COVID-19 or the Roni, the Rona, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'm going to start just referring to it as the Roni for right now or the Rona, uh, to shut it down to keep their uh, constituents safe. And, you know, there's been a lot. I mean, it's so funny. We talked about it briefly that we were going to recall. We normally, during the primaries, try to recall on a Wednesday to give you a full scope of what happened the day before with the primaries, but we ended up recording live on Tuesday on our normal date, which basically 
in this world, in this microwave society, we recorded a day early and it seems like a lifetime between things that happened after we recorded and then today when we are recording. Thanks. So it's, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot to get to. And uh, we're going to, uh, well, I can say I'm probably going to be all over the place because there's so many things to hit. And I'll simply start out in uh, the Bay Area, which set, which is basically on a, a shutdown right now. They're sheltered in, which is sheltered in means you only leave your house if necessary with the emphasis upon if necessary, they're on a shelter in where if you can work from home. And as we know, San Francisco, close to Silicon Valley, you know, there's a lot of tech out there. So most of the constituents out there more than likely are able to work from home. I know it was, uh, I think it was up to 15 cities out there between Oakland and San Francisco, which makes up the the, the most of the, the population of the, of the Bay area. Um, and I'm gonna just run down, I'll run down a couple of things, and you guys can stop me when we want to really. Well, actually, well, I know this. You, Go ahead, Joe. Oh well, so you're gonna talk about the talk about the Bay Area. Um, I think right now, like some of the hottest spots for this uh, virus at Washington has seemed like mm-hmm. fucking like that. That was it. That's where like where the shit was really jumped off for us over here, and also in um, New York State. I know New Rochelle been like yeah. boxed in. Yeah. It's like fucking yeah. outbreak out there. Nah, ain't nobody in the way out. And New York State as a whole is, uh, is caught up with a bunch of uh, cases, but California, yeah, they they they're up there in, like the number of cases. And it's funny, the night after we potted, um, they uh, it came out there the big thing like, okay, you definitely can't have people at this game. It's for the for the um, the Warriors and the Nets were supposed to play, I think, on like a Thursday or something. And the big talk was like, yo, what's it gonna be like when the Warriors got play Nets? There's no one. In the stands, and that was gonna be for like most of the league. They were talking about, and it seemed like this crazy thing. Like, yo, it's just crazy actually gonna play with no fans. But then we all know Wednesday night after they found out that Rudy Gobert had the coronavirus. Don't get to that nigga. Yeah, the NBA <laughs> shut down immediately. So that was just my thing about the Bay. Like, that was a big thing. They was like, yo, they really. That was like the big news. Yo, they about to play with no fans. What the fuck is this gonna look like? But could continue, bro. Yeah, no, you know what? Let's stay. Let's we can stay. We can stay right there and just jump into because even though that you know we kind of structure it and try to have sports in a certain way, but there we can really touch on just the Rudy Gobert part of it, uh, and we we can for all for all intents and purposes we could call him Patient Zero for the NBA mm-hmm. per se, and some of the things that came out with uh, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz who. Uh, they haven't really said how he contracted the virus, but he was patient zero for the NBA that contracted the virus. And then, you know, with a team full of coaches, assistants, other players, and whoever else is on the road with them, as of now, only one other player on that team contracted it, and it was their star, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. And then there's we've seen all the memes of Rudy Gobert rubbing Donovan Mitchell's head and then Rudy Gobert touching, what was that he was doing? Touching all the mics after he had his little presser. Yeah, mics and all the little yeah. um, audio recorders that the recorders yeah. had up there. Yeah, and this was before he knew that he contracted it, that he was up there touching all that. So he kind of looks foolish that you who know, and we haven't heard anything that any of those reporters or anybody contracted anything from that. But, you know, as we are, this is ever evolving with this 
because I believe the virus has always been around. This just seems to be a new strain of it that's cool. out of control in a sense. Go ahead, Joe. Oh yeah, this is the this is what the the COVID nineteen that uh they say originated in um was it Wuhan, 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 China. And so that's exactly this one. You know, that's exactly this right. one. Like like Anthony told us on like earlier podcasts, uh, his father was uh, diagnosed with uh when he was in for like surgery, was it, you said? That's correct. That he had uncontracted uh coronavirus and stuff. So even though we all using coronaviruses like the main thing, this right. is the coronavirus that of 2019 that originated in Wuhan, China and shit. So you might see the COVID-19. That's pretty much just coronavirus, like 2019 shit. But yeah, it's fucking strand. Yeah. It's mother. Yeah, just to go even further into that, you know, as I kind of was trying to make sure since everything was going to really center around a lot of things that shut down and changed from the last time we potted, was that there was a gentleman, I believe it was a gentleman two years ago that was actually screaming about this or making a lot of noise about this who passed away letting america know that it was coming and i guess a lot of what he was saying fell on deaf ears and i apologize for not having that person's name but i was reading the story about where the american had contracted it and he was talking about it and talking about how dangerous it was and it fell on deaf ears and i still want to go always go back that we could have had perhaps had a well actually no i don't want to say perhaps we could have had a lot of preventative measures in place prior to it actually hitting the country the way that it is if our president didn't call it a hoax, didn't call it fake news, and didn't call it, uh, as he said, a hoax by the Dems to try and derail his his uh, re-election. Yeah. And, and, even, and even before that, um, what was it, like two years ago, they said he pretty much stripped fucking the CDC's budget or something mm-hmm. down to like the bare bones and shit and kind of wiped out the whole like pandemic kind of like i don't know committee or whatever the hell that was like pretty much going to be the folks that would have led you know with the containment like you said at this point we're not we're past the point of containment you know right and you know what let's just keep let's just keep on a lot of things because and and i'll lean on you um joe and and because i didn't see because i think his trump's press conference happened like during my normal work hours, so I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. Um, but I know there's been a lot of talk of a possible, I'll call it a stimulus package. I think right now it was at $850 billion, but I heard now that it's up to a trillion uh, for, for a stimulus pack for 206 adult Americans, obviously for the working Americans in the country that would help alleviate if some Americans are unable to work from home and continue to be on the clock per se, or what have you, that any bills or anything that you may incur during this time to try and assist. And I called it a uh, a Trump Hail Mary. And he also, I know in the uh, press conference, and again, I'll turn it over to you guys again who saw it, that he said he's looking for it to be over or be through the worst of it by you know, late July, August, or later. So that's just kind of open-ended for the most part. But I'll leave on you guys to tell me more about what he said in the press. Well, I'll just say this. Like, I've been following um, the pandemic uh, committee that was led by, like, Mike Pence. I've been following, like, the different press conferences he's been doing, and Trump's been in um, more of them recently. But, um, yeah, for, like, the past, like, week, maybe week and a half, Mm -hmm. definitely, definitely a weekend, the message is just like slowly been changing. There's been all this talk about getting the test kits out there 
and it's been really slow. I think they kind of get on the ball a little bit more now. A little test kits to find out who actually has the shit. But, um, yeah, first they were talking about trying to pass a bill for, like, $4 billion and, like, $8 billion. A week later, there's 800-something million. That's like you said, the last time we put out there was a trillion. And um, I don't think they put out exactly how much money. There's been a talk about $1,000 up to, like, $4,000 possibly getting put out there, like, per, like, work, uh, working age adult. I mean, adults in the country and shit like that to, like you said, cover the bills and all that shit because it's ill. Like just a week ago, it was okay. We're trying to contain this virus, get the test out there. And everybody's like, oh, we got to get the test. And as the days have gone on, um, they had the doctor, uh, what's it, Anthony Fauci. He's like a fucking like star at this point. He's been to all the press conferences and doing all like the news media. And he's the one that's pretty much been saying, yeah, this isn't going to be some shit that's going to be you know, done in the spring or done whatever it might go into like the summer and past to actually get the shit under control. And that's when people really started thinking about the um, the financial effect on people. You know what I'm saying? Because we went from like, you know, try not to gather in too many big crowds. Okay. The sporting events all died. Like every major league shut down since the last time we potted. And uh, even the fucking masters and shit, there's really, I think there's people playing cricket and uh, I don't know what the fuck else. Maybe NASCAR. But I heard NASCAR might be shutting down some shit, too, if yeah. they haven't already. So it's like all the sport events closed down. And then it got to the point where it's like people start talking about social distancing, trying to be at least six feet away from people if you can. And then they were saying, OK, we don't want any crowds larger than like 250 or 150 or 50. And today in the press conference, uh, I think my, maybe yesterday in that press conference, press conference every day. President was like, yo, 10 people. And they really yep, more than 10, yep. which is pretty much saying, stay your ass at home, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the ill shit. And the whole gravity, like, we've seen it, like, since last week to, like, right now, the whole gravity of the situation is like, they shut, they shut down the casinos. They shut down pretty much most of the schools. And um, they're shutting, they shut down most of the restaurants except for, like, takeout. In, in most in a lot of areas, uh, take out on delivery and um, to try to shut down the bars because you got people that's still out there, was right. still out there, and in right. certain states where it hasn't been like totally locked down, you got people still Miami, out. yeah, my, they Miami. Showed up in Miami, they was on the beach, they was drinking, they was frolicking, they was in the club. I had some homies I seen on Facebook that was like, we in the club. What the fuck is these niggas doing? They have parties and shit. And, 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 and like you said, Joe, the mayor of Miami has it, mm-hmm. and they still out there, you know, acting like it's all good. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like the wildest shit, but it's one of those things that if you haven't really been following, like, the news like that, if you're not in an area that has it heavy, like, um, like New York, it says some folks take it, still taking it as light as we were taking it, like, a week or two ago, because, uh, not everybody's checking like MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, or even a local news to know what they need to be doing, you know. And um, yeah, well, it's 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 crazy out there because you have to. Nobody's really making a win. There's that famous um, I don't want to say famous, but there's that widely spread uh, uh, shot of a helicopter flying over Miami Beach, and the beach is flooded, full of people partying for spring break because this is prime spring break time i mean i have a daughter 
that's in college. Shout out to my daughter, Danae. And she's obviously out. And they have they told her, don't come, not only don't come back till spring break, but don't come back, period. Everything's going to be online until for until further notice. And there hasn't been any talk about refunds or anything yet at her college. So I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like I said, us uh, parents who have kids in college, like, okay, well, are you refunding money? You know, what, what about dorms? What about, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there needs to be some give and take here because we all know college isn't cheap. Oh, man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We all, and we've all been to college. Well, it doesn't matter if you stayed on campus or not. College period isn't cheap. We all know that. Mm-hmm. So now we now you decide to take on online classes. Okay, well, where what what's the you know? There's a gap of money that needs to be paid back or some credit given going into next year or something mm-hmm. that hopefully needs to be addressed and hopefully will be addressed um, going forward. But th- let's let's really, you know, talk about this stimulus package. And we had a couple of fun jokes going back and forth because it initially said $850 billion, if you just do the math, that of uh, 206, I think it was 206 Americans, uh, that kind of averaged out to $4,000 per American. But yeah. when I look into it further, obviously, if you are a millionaire, you wouldn't be eligible for this. I believe at the point at the point in time that I saw, and again, this is ever evolving as we're talking, it's probably still being discussed. I think you were you had to be making under eighty thousand dollars or under to be eligible. What to receive? Yeah, that's what it was. Fuck out it, nah, they gotta bump that at least like just bump it by ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what I, but that's what that's what I saw. Again, this is still up for a vote or whatever, so we don't have the final. Because there's obviously going to be some stimulations. Because I don't know if the government will want you to double dip if you know or you're in a position to work from home and you're still getting paid. I'm still going to give you the stimulus. This is for the people, you know, probably more likely laborers, people who have to be into work in order to make their money, warehouse workers and things and such. And that's not belittling belittling anyone you can make eighty thousand ninety thousand hundred thousand dollars and work in a warehouse but can't go to work simply because of you know the social distancing uh things that are in effect now so you need that money to part to in order to survive in order to do anything i mean there's just a lot of things that are being talked about i saw that mitt romney was really one that's behind at least giving at least at the least a thousand dollars and i'd be like Fuck that thousand dollars, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that thousand dollars. If they gonna push through fucking a trillion and shit worth of budget, then fucking whoever the fuck cutting them checks, that's about five grand a piece for niggas. Give me five grand. I mean, I'm luckily able to work from home now, and for the foreseeable future, I think my bread gonna be pretty solid or whatever. But it's like fuck that. Come up off that bread, get everybody their piece. If you want to cut it off at niggas that make like a million dollars or more a year, I believe that's a good number. You know what I'm saying? But it's um, but not a million dollars or more. I mean, a million dollars a year. I'm sorry, not above. If you make a million dollars a year, then okay, you don't need it. You don't want it. Uh, maybe even half of that. I don't know. Oh, I, I got no But I ain't gonna say. Nah, you know what? No, I can't say that because there's more of the middle class. And uh, the poverty level than there are of the millionaires, so they, there has to be, you have, we have to take care of those that have the inability 
to go to physically go to work than those are. If you are making, I would I would believe if you mishandle, if you make 500,000, 250,000, 500,000, whatever that amount is that we look at, whatever mm-hmm. that point number is, and you are broke or whatever the situation is or living check to check, to me, and I'm sorry to say this in this fashion, that is a you problem. You have to be able to manage your money. When you are blessed to be able to be in that type of tax bracket, mm-hmm. you need to be able to take care of your money. So when a situation hits, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a big difference in you squandering your $500,000 a year salary and the person that's really working at Walmart or oh. really a Dollar General and only making that $7.25 to $10 or $11 an hour that really is depending on that check that their kids depend on if they eat or the fact that you decided you'd rather pay your golf dues than, ha- you know what I'm saying? But pay- you know my thing though with that? This is my thing with that. All right, if you make if you make a half a million dollars a year, then you making like around nine thousand dollars a fucking month and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you making uh what ninety like ninety thousand dollars a month, right? No, wait, no, what, what is it? I'm I'm all fucked up. Let me divide. So, okay, it's like it's like you making like fifty, making about fifty, forty something, fifty thousand dollars a month. So it's like fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But the reason like. I'm saying if they're gonna allocate this much money, they might as well like spread it out to niggas making a little bit more money because think about it like this. If you live if you live in right fucking making how much you said a month? It'll be forty two thousand dollars a month. If it does just say five hundred thousand, that's forty that's say forty two thousand. Right. So but if you work in like if you're a regular cat working like maybe like fifteen dollars an hour, mm-hmm. that's fucking like six hundred dollars uh six hundred dollars a week before the taxes, right? And I don't know what the taxes look like on money like that. Let's say it knock it down to somewhere like you take it home five hundred bucks. Now, if you come off with four thousand dollars worth of stimulus and shit, that's a good two months worth of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, you good, man. At that point, like, yo, find another job, yo. I, I, that's a deeper conversation. But go ahead, go ahead. The only problem that you have with the stimulus itself is that there's certain things that you got to take into account. You want to give stimulus. I mean, it's going to help and support people. I mean, there are certain things that we're, we're changing and putting into place now uh, with like student loans and uh, the federal rate and everything to that degree. We're, we're making things to try to make life a bit easier. But the, the stimulus is basically for that money to basically go back into the economy. Yeah. Right. But I mean, don't you got to kind of get people out the doors first before you can kind of like do what you got to do? Well, nah, because back to, the, back to the economy and shit, it's like, if you give it to the motherfuckers that need that bread to, like, you know, buy food and pay their rent, paying that shit is part of the economy. And if you give me fucking four grand, there's tons of shit on my Amazon wish list that I would just cop, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep it a buck. So, yeah, no matter how you give it, it's going back into the economy unless you somebody's really just going to, like, take that and stack. Now, that's a that's a reason for maybe not the richer folks to have it, because if you give a nigga that's making like fucking a half a million dollars, even a quarter of a million dollars a year, you get them like four thousand. They just going like either save that. They might invest in some shit. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Just put that shit to the side. They don't care. But um, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's all it's all it's all interesting. You know, shit changes so much day to day. We have no idea what it's just going to look like to by the end of the week. 
You know? Right. And, and you know what? And I, and I have so many things that I just want to hit, quick hitters. When you talk about the end of the week, um, I saw yesterday that New York City, they may have, they're telling everyone to be prepared within 48 hours. So let's just say by Thursday that they are going to have to shelter in place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? California is already on that. Yeah, California's already on that. We've already seen Vegas, which is a two when you understand we can we can understand what Vegas is and North Vegas and Atlantic City's type is. But those are tourist towns. They make their business off of people visiting. So if nobody's visiting, excuse me, nobody's visiting, they don't make any money. So they've even shut down. It started with the uh I want to say last week, Thursday or Friday, with one of the bigger hotels shutting down the Wynn Hotel. Mm-hmm. Shutting down, and then every other hotel started to follow suit. Yeah, MGM Grand was one of the early ones too. Yeah, and then we have France that's on the lockdown. Obviously, we all know that Italy is on a lockdown, and they already fucked. Yeah, they have um, Italy. The the Italian government has suspended, and I don't know if I said it again. It's been so. It's been a short period of time, but it's been so long, or so much has happened that I can't even remember if we even said this on the last pod. But Italy has suspended mortgages because mm-hmm. their epidemic is so bad because of the culture. And I, and I remember, if I remember correctly, I remember B um, relating it to this, that, you know, in their culture, they kiss cheek to cheek twice. So if one person got it, and if that's your culture to kiss cheek to cheek twice, just think about how that goes on and on and on and on, that you just pass it on and on just by right. simply sim- by doing that. I even saw that um, Iran released Eighty-five thousand, eighty-five thousand. Excuse me, eighty-five thousand prisoners to help. I don't know what they're doing to help, but they did release eighty-five thousand prisoners to help. You know, with the pandemic that they're having, that they're having over, um, that they're having over there, and things like that. Um, but you know, it's it's a lot going on, and I, and I and I'll leave it open because I do want to get into, I, I do. Not necessarily make light of it, but I do want to get into some funny things that are happening. But I want to really focus on a couple of things that I mentioned. If you guys had any comments on it, oh, and the last thing I saw was that the youth there was a riot in, in 24 hours. The it rose the uh, the coronavirus rose 26 percent in 24 hours in the UK, raising their um, population that has it to 2,000. Mm. So it, just react to a couple of those things because I do I have some other things that I want to mention about it. Yeah, I mean, you got countries all over the world that's um, at, like, different levels of shit. Like, out there in China, since they've been dealing with it the longest, they said that they have they were having a little bit more to control. But I think that they had a little flare-up, like, today or yesterday, too, with theirs. I mean, it's like this ongoing thing. And like you said, Italy's on lockdown. Um, and um, they told people in California to shut her in. And it's basically, like, saying, yo, be in the house by 8 or sooner. And if you don't have to leave the house, don't leave the house. You right. know, and uh, like you said, doing that like New York State, that's going to be crazy. And yeah. the thing is, you still have like people that like that work, you know, that still like either have to work or their industries aren't like really shut down. Um, and uh, they they out there on them subways on the buses and shit, and they might end up getting shut down too. Some of those. Right, things, and that, so. that, that's, a, that's a big thing uh, as a as a as a son of a person who's um father was uh president of the entire MTA of New York City. I understand that impact. 
when you have to shut the city down of uh, buses, trains, and everything, and, you know, they have a union. This is, it's just a lot. My father, would, and what I'm trying to say was my father was president of the union for the MTA, which, if you understand mass transit in places like Chicago, uh, Chicago, New York, probably being two of the biggest places that rely on mass transit, you know, that is the main way. You can literally live in New York like my grandmother did and never learn to drive, but always get to where you got to get to because New York is New York City specifically is accessible any place by transit for the yeah. most part. And uh, even where I grew up in uh, where I grew up, it was like I was always on like heavy bus lines and shit. And it was nothing to hop a bus. So you can get all the way like to downtown North, oh. North Penn Station and catch a train, path train. Damn near anywhere. So, like, even if, even like in certain places of Jersey, that's like on those bus lines. There's a lot mm-hmm. of folks that rely on those to work. And I know a lot of folks that don't have cars, and they cool with it because they can hop on the bus, hop on whatever train, and go do their business. And if that shit has to get shut down, then it'll be a whole nother like can of worms. Because then you got not just folks that work at like restaurants and bars and other places that have been like mandatorily shut down. It's like how you getting to work, you know? Um, I seen some of my friends posting like Facebook that be on the bus talking about how they they working on social uh, distancing on the bus. Like you can't sit in the first couple of seats behind the, the bus driver because they, they got to protect the bus driver, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, one of my friends posted something where they had signs on the seat like saying you got to sit in every other seat or some shit like that because they don't want motherfuckers too close. And uh, one thing, friends of mine know, I mean, I hate the bus. When I was younger, um, we used to be on a bus all the time. My mother didn't like to drive, then she just gave up a car. We was just on the bus and the cabs and shit. And uh, I didn't even get my license, so I was almost in my mid-20s and shit. So I was still, like, busting and hopping on trains and stuff, whatever and shit. And um, I remember them shits being packed, you know? <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. It's uh, it's, uh, it's uh, some yeah. shit, man. But uh, one of the things I wanted to hit real quick was, um, and shout out to my wife, because she mentioned this to me because my wife is an avid Amazon shopper. Like she, you know, now that we are not necessarily sheltered in, but we are working from home, she has more time to be on Amazon <laughs> getting her shit off per se. But she was talking about how, you know, Amazon Prime, which most of us, if not all of us already have, who may be listening to this pod. I know all of us on this pod have Amazon Prime. Yeah. Amazon Prime has kind of been extended out to now what she was telling me was that they don't no longer guarantee the two-day delivery. Now it's kind of been extended to four days. And a lot of people thought Amazon Prime was shutting down. But no, what they have done was they have basically prioritized people who are now, because they're in or they're sheltering, that are ordering food, that are ordering vitamins, medication, or anything like that, they're kind of prioritizing those things to get those out first. So the normal two-day turnaround that most of us are used to, we're going to have to wait a bit longer, and it's okay. We can wait a bit longer to, for, for them to prioritize the things that are important for those who need you know, X, Y, and Z, whether it be paper towels, because Lord knows if you've been trying to find paper towels and, and toilet paper, the memes and things that's been going around to get that, just those essential items has been crazy. But they're prioritizing those, a lot of those items. And I know me and Joe, right before we started recording, you know, clarifying what exactly it was. And I did look it up, Joe, and I, and I can't confirm. Amazon is not shutting down in terms of the delivery service. What they did was they actually hired 100,000 more mm-hmm. employees 
to make sure they can get everything out as quickly and safely, not with the emphasis on safely as possible, by bringing in more people to handle more goods so that they have their own social distancing, excuse me, social distancing in their plants and in their facilities to get everything to everybody that's trying to get their what's uh, what's needed done. Um, go ahead, Ant. You were going to say something because I want to well, touch. Let me get off the episode. Let me say this. I ordered this case for my uh, my drone. I got this little. Uh, Oh, What's it, DJI drone? I ordered that shit yesterday morning. That shit came tonight, yo. So shout out to them for moving this shit. I think it was I think it was right in Jersey though, where the where, where they got it from that warehouse. Yeah, so maybe PA. If, like, if it's in the same state, you kind of get it within a day or two or something like that. Uh, right. But not. Go right. ahead. You're going to end with it. Yeah, and has, he was about to chime in when I was talking. Go ahead. Yeah, no. The the hundred thousand people that they're hiring, they're doing it worldwide. It's it's not just primarily here in the United States. Okay. Uh, the base pay is uh, for Amazon generally is fifteen dollars. They're bumping that up by two more dollars an hour, so, so it'll be right. about sixteen dollars an hour. Um, what what they what they're looking for are what they I, I don't want to use the term, but basically like, mis, like displaced workers, like people who worked in the food industry, service industry, that might be out of work for a while because of uh, the the virus itself. So they're right. they're act, act, asking those people to apply and. See mm-hmm. if they're available if they want to work because, like I said, if you work at a restaurant, if, if you're a bartender or you're a right. server or something else like that, you live off tips. People Maybe. can't come inside. It just basically yeah. like the the working staff and the cooking staff. So that's what they're really trying to look out for. And I mean, it, it's it's a good thing that he's doing. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. it's, it's business rise, but you know, it's a yeah. smart plan. Yeah, and it, it was a lot of things that we were talking about before. And I work for a company that has. Um, and what we would call laborers, and again, this is not disparaging to any workforce. You gotta keep saying that, man. Some niggas are laborers, some niggas are sitting in offices, bro. Yeah. I, no, no doubt. White collar, white collar workers, and blue collar workers. We'll, call, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll separate like that. You know that because they have, you know, they, they can't be at work for shutting down purposes or social distancing. You know, there is an option out there for a lot of people if those larger companies because what's been happening is and my company is one thank god you know thankfully my company is in position to even cover some of their their laborers if they have to you know kind of not necessarily do a furlough but if they have to stop everyone from coming in for two weeks three weeks or whatever they have already vowed to take care of the salaries for every uh worker as just at their base 40 hours a week no matter what mm-hmm. that you'll get paid 40 hours a week you know thank you I work for a company like that. I know Apple, Amazon, and a couple of larger companies, large, excuse me, larger corporations have uh, vowed to do that for their workers as such. But you know what? We've been talking a lot about it, and uh, let's get into some uh, lighthearted parts of it. Uh, well, actually, you know, before I get to the lighthearted parts of it, let me just say, as a, as a person, and I know B has a, uh, Brian has a daughter that's in school. I'm dealing with it right now. I have four children. I have one in college, one in high school, and two in elementary. And right now, because schools are basically shut down across the country, they have gone to this online schooling program where they, you know, my wife had to go, and I was telling you before earlier, Joe, my wife had to go to my two daughters who were in elementary school and pick up everything that they had in their desk and bring it home because they're going to try and do some cleaning for the next two weeks, excuse me, to make sure that the virus doesn't spread. But there has been, they've opened up this online course system 
that you have to log into. And I have not seen my elementary daughter's uh, part yet because they haven't said they haven't added anything yet. But I have been getting emails from my son who was in high school, emails from his math teacher, Spanish teacher, science teacher, so on and so forth. And being able to communicate in this manner. And, I, and, and again, as I was saying to Joe earlier, I said, I wonder if this is something that has been already been worked on or already been in place that they that people have been working on that they're now just saying, hey, you know what, since we're in this situation, let's just try this. Let's see how this works. This quote unquote virtual homeschooling, which a lot of if you're in college and you're taking online classes, this is probably very much normal to you. But for elementary and high school, it isn't. We're used to them going to school every day uh, and so on and so forth. So this is this is very interesting. Um, another part of it is being that me and my wife, again, are able to be, excuse me, blessed to be in a position to work from home. You know, we've had to stock up more on food because the difference is between going to being at work and being at school. You're not home for, you know, six to eight hours a day. So you're not you're not eating as much or anything like that. But now, because we are at home, I had to make sure we had to have canned goods. It was just, I have a, I have a normal $300 uh, food budget. My food budget is blown out the water by an extra 350 to $400 because of canned goods and shit like that. That's just been sold out. But you know, being that we're a Costco family, thankfully we buy things in bulk. So we were kind of prepared for this. Go ahead. And you was about to say something. It, the the whole shopping thing itself is just a mess. Like I mean, you go like I, I went to, I went to uh, Shoprite. I think it was Saturday, just just to grab some just for that day because I'm like, all right, I got enough. It's enough water. I got enough cans. Join Bloomfield. Yeah. Damn. I got I got got got, I got I got like I said I had got canned stuff. I got pasta. I got stuff in the freezer. I got water. So I'm straight. So I go in there and like all the toilet paper's gone. We'll get to that in a minute. But, like, what I don't fully understand about people is that, like, if you're going to be in a house for a long time, you probably want to make something that's probably, like, a quick meal. Like, some some shit you just throw in the microwave or something else like that. Go in the frozen section, most of the stuff is there. But for some reason, all of the chicken was gone. Every single drop. It's the dumbest shit. A wing, a thigh, a nothing. That whole little section over there, completely cleared out. Yeah, because chicken is, chicken is cheap and it's some other shit, man. And... I, I, I mean, I get, I get it, but if you're going to be in the house for two weeks, you're only going to last you so long. Don't you just like just want like a? I don't. I know it's probably not the most healthiest shit, but like a TV dinner, something quick. Like I said, I, I, yeah, but I, I don't think anyone. Do you really want to be stuck in a house with somebody for two weeks and have to cook like three squares a day? Anybody trying to do that shit? Oh, real. Oh, I can speak. My bad, Joe. I can speak directly to that. Talk about I'm, it. I'm a Costco shopper. When I went into Costco, the entire chicken section, if you've ever been in Costco, you know what that looks like, especially the one over there in uh, Willowbrook. You know what that looks like. That whole section, that whole section, that whole section where chicken is, is completely um, um, is, is empty. You know what I'm saying? There was, there, was no, there, was nothing, there was nothing there. So when you talk about chicken, we need we need that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I bought my wife doesn't eat any beef or pork. So my I have I, I don't want to say I have limited, but neither do I. I don't eat any pork, but I do eat beef. But we've had limited you know selections in terms of chicken wings and stuff like that. Like I went that's why that's why I was very specific 
uh, that people with uh, you know, uh, a wife or a husband and, and, and two, let's, let's say two kids or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of money, bro. Like $300 a month. Excuse me, not $300 every two weeks. And I told you I just spent an extra $350, so I'm over my budget as a person who's in accounting. Bro, that's a lot of that's a lot of shit. And so when you so here's the thing, and when you walk in the store, and I'm a Costco family, so I have when I walked in the store, I already had an extra pack of uh paper towels, an extra pack of uh toilet paper. So I didn't care about that. But then when I saw all the water going, I was like, shit. Yeah, all <laughs> the water was gone, all the chicken was gone. Like in my head, I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't right. So when I went, so I went to Costco on Friday. When I saw that that was empty, I went to Costco again on Sunday, and I they had water. I went and bought two extra packs of water, which was the limit that you could buy. Water the limit? Yeah, yeah. And Costco, so I'm assuming it's probably everywhere. They only limited you two packs of water. So for instance, if you go into Walmart or anything like that, you could probably get about maybe twenty five. Or thirty for about three ninety nine, but in Costco, the water for forty for forty bottles is two ninety nine. You understand what I'm saying? So you just do the math on that in terms of how you can save and get a little bit of extra and stuff like that. Like, but again, as a person that grills, and I am in the South, and thankfully the county that I live in in North Carolina has not been affected by the coronavirus. But you know, I went and I bought charcoal. So I would suggest to anybody out there. I don't care if you live in an apartment building or not. Get yourself some charcoal. Somebody got a grill. Somebody got something somewhere where that charcoal will be useful. God forbid if something happened and power circuits go or anything like that, you can go outside and grill and get your food and get your food right and everything like that. But I'm just saying it's just a lot when you say that it's not. People just go crazy. Like I, I still, to me, I, for the life of me, I don't understand the toilet paper thing. Cause I'm confused. I'm confused about that. I don't know why. We you know what? I feel <laughs> with the toilet paper. I, I, I feel that people was worried about getting a disease and having like diarrhea and going through bad toilet paper. It's like, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what it is. If you tell me it's diarrhea, I honestly don't know what it is. It's just wild to me. But now nah, it, 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 oh, it's, it's it's purely psychological. Okay. It, like because it's it's like it's I know I know it might sound weird, but it's like it's a thing of comfort. It's like I'd rather have it than not. So even if I even if I got too much and it seems excessive to most people, to me I feel comfortable. I feel safe with it because I know this is something I won't run out of. That's why like you you really don't need like ten cases of water. People are like doing that because like say it's it's two weeks. Most people don't drink water really like that. Even got a household full of people. But it's, it's the comfort of it. It's a psychological fact. Like, I have this and something does happen. I've got this. I feel better. I feel safe. Then saying, like, if something does happen and you don't have it, now you're panicking, you're anxious, you're in fear. It, it That's what it purely is. It just seems strange. Like, I don't think you're going to need 80 rolls of toilet paper. I'm almost certain of it. Not, I, I mean, I mean, th- those shits at Costco are built to last you, like, a couple of months, not two weeks. So I mean that that's all it really is, but it's, I mean, but, but let me say this: that fucking people hoarding the toilet paper and the water and shit to me that shit was funny as hell. 
last week and in the last week. But now that they oh, talking yeah. about it might be instead yeah. it was like two weeks or maybe three weeks. Now that they talking about they gonna try to keep motherfuckers as far away from other motherfuckers for possibly Ooh. months and into the summer and shit. My birthday next week, like three like well four or five days after spring starts. Well spring ain't even start yet. And it's like they say we might be in through most of the summer before we get right. So now these motherfuckers that grab all the toilet paper and all this other shit, they <laughs> seem kind of smart to me. It's like, damn, I was laughing at them. And I'll tell you, man, I went to the store Thursday last week to just grab some shit because I felt like making something to eat. I didn't want to waste no money ordering something. I figured I could just grab a little something, cook something up, you know what I'm saying? So I actually stood in this long-ass line with about maybe like $20 worth of shit. And after seeing that shit that day, next time I should go back and actually grab like some groceries because this might be some shit. And that was the day where they told us you're going to work from home at least the next couple weeks. So I went to there and the shit was even more packed. And shit that I walked by, like the chicken and like the ground beef and some of the other shit that was like on sale and shit, I felt like a dumbass because that shit was damn near empty. Then I made a couple trips to the Walmart and they was on like a lot of the same shit. Fucking, there was like a little bit of chicken, but not much. And niggas in the house, all the beef and all this other shit. And I'm like, y'all got anything else? Like, no, we ain't got shit else but that. So, I mean, it's ha 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 the motherfuckers that grab. Cause there, there, was a, there was a lady that had, the first night I went to the store, she had the top of her cart was filled with like Ensure fucking liquid, whatever the fuck the shakes is, whatever the fuck it is, that shit. And yeah. the, fucking, the, the fucking rest of the, the shit, the cart, it had, it, I know a lot, had about 40 to 50 rolls of like individually rolled like toilet paper. And that yeah. shit was so hilarious. I want to take a picture, but she had like walked past, so I couldn't catch it. It might have been 60 in that bitch, individual joints. Not even the shit was on sale, nigga. She just got what he could get. And, uh, you, you, like, I was in a dollar store picking up something simple for my wife. She was like, yo, we don't, we, our candle lighters are out. Go get the little clicker joints from the dollar store. There was a lady, I didn't realize this, so I was in line and there was a box. So like you know when you when you uh, if you ever in a grocery store or anything like that you see the box of where they take the product out of like the toilet paper or the paper towels out of there was just a box right in the middle of the line I moved it to the side I was like why do they put this here I didn't realize that it was somebody a lady had walked away to get something else she left the entire box that comes off the truck mm. of the paper she <laughs> was buying the whole thing. From the dollar store, it came twenty five in a case. She bought the whole case. Mm. That's how. That's how. That's how crazy it is. But you know, I don't want. I don't want to really stay. I don't really want to stay on this. I want to get into some fun and uh, funny things that I don't. And, and, and kind of funny things that are going on. Oh, but one uh, thing you know, right, before, right before you get there, just want to say that um, with about I think thirty seven percent of the vote in, they projected uh, Joe Biden winning Illinois. Okay. He's up like 58 to like 37. Of course, the numbers are going to change around how they change, but enough for to say he's going to take that stink, but go ahead. No doubt. Oh, and you funny. So, yo, so um, in Atlanta, if you're in Atlanta, shout out to B, because I know he'll get a kick out of this. If you're in Atlanta, if you're in Houston, if you're in uh, Miami, I believe this, I don't think it's been enforced in Miami yet. 
but in Atlanta and Houston, I'm I'm a person that doesn't go to strip clubs unless it's, it's in Atlanta or Houston. However, all strip clubs are officially shut down. As they okay. should be. <laughs> As they should be. I was talking to my main man, my nigga, yo, from back in college. Been, been my best friend probably about a solid 20 years now. We was, me, him, and like a couple other niggas in the crew and shit, fucking strip club heads. We was there so much that we ended up doing business with them bitches. We gonna make websites where we take pictures. It's all long before Instagram and shit. We was in there heavy. And... I was telling, he was talking about, I was like, yo, man, you staying good? You staying safe? He said, man, I'd be in the house. He like, why? I was like, where are you going to be going? I was like, nah, I used to go to strip club, but that shit dead to me. It's like, yo, it's been dead to me for a minute. Then we started thinking, yo, there's going to be a lot of strip club chicks that's going to be needing to turn some tricks on the side because them shit's going to get shut down just like the bars. But go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, nah, it's just, you know, I understand a lot of young ladies is out there and they feeling some sort of way. You know what I'm saying? Them poles ain't clean. You don't want to have to be on there in the damn hole. You know what I'm saying? Gas mask suit to slide from up to down <laughs> on, the, on the pole and all that. Uh, what else I saw? I saw also, I'll let you go in a second hand. I saw uh, plastic surgery has been shut down, so no mm-hmm. more semen ass and all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of things that some of the specific, you know, population of ladies that look to to enhance what they do or to make that money now i'm not shaming anybody for anything like that to make their money they shut down they shut down too so that stimulus package if it goes through is really going to be helping a lot of people you know what i'm saying because they can't go to work shut up y'all <laughs> they, they can't they can't go to work you you are a laborer that pole is a laborer to drop from the top to the bottom, we already seen a bitch lose her damn whole front grill piece off of that and start a damn GoFundMe off of it. You doing some work. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Houston. Shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to all the strip clubs that's shutting down. As I said, I'm not a big strip club connoisseur, but if I'm in mm-hmm. Atlanta or Houston, I do respect the culture. Yeah. You know, there's a big part of the culture. Shout out to B, because I know he's sad <laughs> that that. <laughs> And the rest of them is shut down for for a time being because everybody, you know, you can't gather. I guess I think Atlanta's, uh, I think Atlanta's at a hundred. Oh, you know, I'm saying whatever. But you know, what I'm saying, I, you young ladies that can't, that probably had your uh, surgery scheduled to get that semen in your ass to get your shit right. You know, I'm sorry for you. You just gonna have to wait a little bit longer. Go ahead, Aunt. I know you had some. You was laughing and shit. What you got to say? I mean, it's wild to think of like the strip club as like the gig economy, but it kind of sort of is the way he described it. It's wild, like 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 this is my gig. Like I like your Saturday nights is all fucked up. I don't know, man, because like I said, even though you might not be able to like go to like like strip clubs, I'm pretty sure like some grimy ass bar somewhere where you can get a locked door going or something else like that. So it might not be too bad. Nah, but the shit about that is right. It's like. If you any bit conscious to any of this shit, you're going to stay your ass away because you don't want to be in them close-ass quarters with these randoms and shit. I mean, but then again, it's, it's different. Like, another talk I was having with my mans and shit about this was, like, how quick they shut down the NBA off of Rudy Gobert, right? Mm-hmm. When this nigga, Magic Johnson, yo, God, God bless him and shit, this nigga had AIDS, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh... 
the league went the league went on. You know, he had HIV. I just call it AIDS to just you know cut the bullshit. Yeah. Uh-huh. They got AIDS and shit. And the nigga, the league kept going. No, I think he left and actually came back and played a little bit more. When he left, he came back in '92, played the All Star game, and then played the rest. Yeah. I don't want to say the rest of the summer the season. With AIDS, nigga. With AIDS, <laughs> nigga. And it's funny as shit. And I was talking to my, I was talking to my boy. I was like, yo, son. Chicks a fucking nigga with AIDS before the fucking nigga that tested positive for the COVID nineteen, yo. Oh my god, I, I just wish people would just be more informed about this. There, there's a, a very particular population which we, we all know that are elderly, or those that have like compromised immune system that this, this virus can be deadly. For everybody else, it's more than likely not going to. Like like the thing we put up earlier too, like 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 Idris Elba has the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. They yeah. they're saying like 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 it's a death sentence. Like oh oh my god, we're going to lose. He's not dying. <laughs> He's like I'm fine. Relax. It's going to pass. Rudy Gobert's not going to die. Donald Tom Hanks is not going to die. I mean, because he's rich, he probably got the cure already. But it don't make mm-hmm. it a fucking difference. You can't. I mean, it, it's right to panic, and I know it is a pandemic, and it's important for people to be safe and be aware. But most important, more than anything else, this is not a deadly disease. We're just trying to do our best to try to stem the flow of it so it doesn't get out of hand. Like I said, even if you have a place where there's only, say, I don't know, 50 cases that are confirmed, there's probably 400 out there because of the, the delayed reaction to it. You don't get symptoms until like two to 14 days later. You could be asymptomatic all the time, touching shit and fucking around and everything else like that. And all of a sudden it keeps spreading. So these numbers are going to keep going up. It doesn't mean people need to panic. It just means keep doing what you're supposed to do. Stay safe and you know, calm the fuck down. Well, I will say this though, right? Like me, uh was I don't really have any like elderly folks in my family because they all like passed away from like cancer and shit, like way before uh all this. So it's like I don't really be around no old folks, but like I know a lot of folks that got their granny or their mama might be old as shit, or their grandpa or something, or their auntie that's old. So it's like it ain't really about you as much, but if you, like, let's say you the stripper, blah, 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 you go and you there and mad niggas is all in your pussy and shit and your asshole because, you know, whatever, you're in the grimy spot and you're doing whatever for a dollar. Then you go home and shit and your grandma watching your kids and shit, you get granny a kiss and she got the COVID-19 and, you know, granny got diabetes and a little heart problem, so she might be out of this bitch just because she was at the strip club, you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, it's, it's real. And even if you was a nigga that was at the strip club and you had your fingers in the in the stripper's ass and the pussy and shit in the mouth, you, know, so <laughs> you go home and you kiss your mama, you kiss your granny that was watching your kids, and then she gonna die just because you was at the strip club. It's crazy, nigga. And, and, and that's the shit. It's, and the other shit is like when Trump was still kind of jokey jokey last week. I had they brought on like some doctors on like MSNBC. I'm watching, it, and I forget which one said it, but he said. Said, yeah, you know, Trump's being so cavalier about this because you're saying it's not going to be that harsh, but let's say you get to give it to your grandmother, you killed your grandmother. Trump, the way Trump's talking, <laughs> he's going to have you kill a grandmother. I heard like three or four other people say the same shit, and it's real, son. And that's where it comes to, Anthony. It's not about any of us here, you know what I'm saying? Because whether we have like minor health problems or like no health problems, it's like we still at the age where we're young enough where we right. probably get through the shit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, well, I would say I saw a bunch of the um looking at some health yeah. statistics. If you have you could be healthy, so let's just say Joe, like you were saying, young, so let's just say you have a 30 year old, 
25 to 30 year old, but they have diabetes, you 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 have a 10 percent extra chance of contracting it and it having a, uh, a I don't want to say fatal, but having a a more severe attack simply mm-hmm. because you have diabetes. So if you are, it's not necessarily that you are, because I know there's a misconception going out there that if you are old, that if you are younger and you are and you are a younger person, it doesn't have the same effect as an older oh, person. Oh, there has yet. Truth to it. But if you have diabetes, if you mm-hmm. have high blood pressure, and in our culture, as we are for African American men that do do this podcast. And that is something that is very prevalent in our um, culture, mm-hmm. high blood pressure and diabetes. You are. So add those two percentages together. I believe it was seven percent for diabetes. And um, and I think uh, shit, I think maybe five percent for high blood pressure, something like that. So mm-hmm. you are 12 percent higher risk when you contract mm-hmm. it having a more severe reaction to it than you are the person that just happens to be naturally healthy mm-hmm. with health conditions and things like that. So you need to, and I know you, I, I know what you were saying, Joe, I'm going to let you go ahead and speak, but I know, I know what you're trying to say, but I, I want our people to be very much aware of it's okay. Okay. Well, I'm 28, but hell you got high blood pressure. You got diabetes. Well, I'm 30, I'm 35 and I work out, but I got high blood pressure and I got diabetes and I and I can speak to this specifically because I am a person that has high blood pressure and has diabetes, but am beating it by working out. Mm-hmm. And I am a person that has been continuing. I was at I was at the gym yesterday. Shout out mm-hmm. to Planet. We need a sponsorship. But I was at I was at my gym yesterday. It was empty, but you know what I'm saying? I was careful. I was spraying myself down. I wore gloves and everything. I'm always completely covered anyway when I go to the gym. And I even might go to the gym after we pod today. They just shut so down some gyms up here. Yeah, yeah, they might have shut down. But like I said, my county where I'm at. Y'all chilling. North Carolina. In my specific, in my specific county, because it is there are cases in Charlotte. There are cases in Raleigh. But where I'm specifically at in my county, there has been no diagnosis. Excuse me. There's been no one diagnosed in my county. With it, we did have a person at the company that I work with that called in that said they had it. However, they worked outside, uh, and I think I told I told you guys in um yeah, our group that they, they never came to the they never came to the warehouse or anything like that. And we did have the CDC in on the on uh, on uh, campus to test everybody to test the places to test the people on his uh specific. Because he was a quote unquote warehouse worker to test the people that he worked and everybody passed with flying colors. Nobody has it. And he worked and he lives outside of the county lines. Oh, where the poor live. He's a peasant. No, no, no. You stupid, yo. But I know I'm rambling on and stuff like that. And I don't want to stay on this too much. And I want to hop on. I tried to end on a. Fun, some fun shit, know, with the strippers and stuff like that. But I do have to talk to our people as African Americans, since we are susceptible to high blood pressure and we are susceptible to diabetes, uh, much more prevalent in our community. You need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. And I'm speaking specifically speaking to a lot of people who are still partying on uh, in Miami per se. That you guys, you guys need to make sure you taking care of yourselves, especially if you are. A person with high blood pressure and uh, diabetes. Go ahead, Joe. 
Yeah, and it's like one of the things you like never know and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause uh, what is it? I had that was it diabetic ketoacidosis. I was like real sick in the hospital and shit at the time, whatever. And uh, I didn't have high blood pressure. Blood pressure was like solid, whatever. It always has been for some. You know, I was fat as shit. And um, now I lost like you know like a bunch of weight. So I don't really rate with like the diabetic levels of shit. I'd be like testing the shit and it should be straight. So it was cool, but. Even more than like us that like know that we had issues or have issues, it's some people like you may not even know that you got some shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you just young and you moving around. But I've known young dudes that was like fit that had fucking like heart attacks and shit. Yeah. I had like yeah. other shit. So it's like you may not even. So just in the case, it's like the motherfuckers that like you know you do coke and shit. I never did coke. But I know a lot of niggas did coke. It's like some motherfuckers, they do coke. It's like, oh, they did some coke is good. You got some motherfuckers, they do coke once and they fucked up. You know what I'm saying? They die and shit. So it's like you never know if you might be one of the motherfuckers that just has some like underlying shit. I think about that movie John Q with that ugly little boy and shit that had the heart problem. When that nigga <laughs> fell out, they didn't know that ugly little boy had no heart problem and shit. But if that motherfucker would have been around, someone would have had the COVID 19. That motherfucker would have had maybe like a five, six, seven, eight, ten percent more chance of the shit fucking up. You know, even if before his heart went out. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, man. Yeah. Alright, well, you know what? Let, let me let me let me continue to have some more fun. One last thing. So what do we think? Are we looking at okay, so uh we are better than you, pod. So we are more aware of certain things that happen throughout history. And it's like, simply because we better than you, I just talk my shit, talk our shit. Mm -hmm. We know that after, if I'm not mistaken, it was World War II, you had the baby boomers. So now that we have the sheltering in that's happening now, do we think we're going to be looking at another baby boom in nine nine to ten months? Maybe in the the next nine to twelve months. Because now sheltered in. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if we're going to actually be locked down for the next, like, three, four, five, six months or some shit like that, folks is going to be fucking and shit. You know what I'm saying? Folks is going to be fucking. You're going to have these babies that pop out and shit. Uh, what month is this? Is it March? March. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of them babies coming around Christmas time and shit, yo. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And then afterward, I think, I think it will because, like, what the fuck else you going to do when you, like, locked in? You know what I'm saying? I'm agree. I'm agreeing with. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Rich, poor, like. You know what I'm saying. Rich, Especially rich. the poor niggas. The poor niggas. You know what I'm saying. They share the Netflix account, and you can have like maybe three or four people on your Netflix, but half your family on the Netflix. You can't even get on the Netflix because they already used up all your slots. So you could just fuck real quick, and you ain't gonna fuck with condoms and shit because you don't fuck it. You know what I'm saying. All you got is toilet paper in the crib. You know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, man. It's gonna be a lot of them, man. Gonna be Corona babies and shit. Yeah, yeah I know. Corona I know. see the bees where it's like, yo, nine months from now, it's gonna be a baby named Coronavirus Jenkins or some shit. Like, it's gonna be named Corona or Quran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Or Verona or mm-hmm. something crazy. That's wild. That's wild. Um, so yeah, I just want to really talk some funny shit that might come out of not. You know, it's a serious pandemic going on, but just to be a little bit more lighthearted, give you something to laugh at while you're at home, because you are going to be listening to a lot of podcasts, which I'm going to get into that later. Um, 
What I did, one of the things I did see that came out of coronavirus, and this will lead me into uh, some new music, was there's been a lot of artists that have, because they cannot tour, especially the big arena artists, so because they cannot tour, they have been doing um, concerts online for your online for online for free. Hmm. Online for free. Uh, Chris Martin. Uh, shit, I forgot the name of the group he's from. Chris Martin has done some. Is Keith Urban. Uh, Thank you. Wait, I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. It is Coldplay. It is Coldplay. <laughs> 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 nah, Joe. You got that in your phone right now. You got that on your phone. You got that on your phone right now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you do. But now, nah, but you, you're, you're correct. Chris Martin of Coldplay has done one. Keith Urban has done one, and now John Legend has vowed to do free live online, live online streams of um, concerts. Yeah, man. I mean, yo, man, you niggas need to just sit the fuck down and shit, yo. Just sit down and relax. But I mean, I guess if you a fan, yeah, you know, doing it like if fucking uh, if like the baby was like, yo, I'm about to do this concert, I might be like, mm, I am I checking this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, man. But yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy and it's funny, man. Um, I'm watching uh, what is it? Joe Button's uh little pull up series where he does little one on one interviews and shit, and he had pretty much a string of folks that I kind of really wanted to see. And the yeah. last one I saw was uh, had Omari on there, and Omari I was talking yep. about the whatever the fuck tour it is with him and Bow Wow co-headlining, and then they got Yang Yang Twin. The Millennium Tour. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. And he was smiling, talking about how big it was, how much is this, how is this, that, whatever. And I felt bad because I'm looking like, nigga, you have no idea you' about to be shut the fuck down. Are we going overseas? We going to be the O2? No, you not, nigga. <laughs> and I'm watching like, no, you not, nigga. And so I felt bad because Amari, I got that smile, man. It's like, ah, it's like, nah, bro, it ain't going down. You know, I hope you, I hope. I mean, I know you got bread, so it ain't a thing. But nah, your dreams are shattered on that. But uh, yeah, man. Nah, nah, yeah. Now you're right. Shout out to um Michael Malden, who was a big part of putting the screen tour together. Somebody who I interned under that kind of taught me the game and shit like that. He started the screen tour. But shout out to him. But yeah, it's fucked up that a lot of tours are getting um that are going to be getting shut down, period. Because, and I come from the music industry. Everybody knows that I've said it several times. A touring, if you're not specifically in a 360, touring is where you make most, touring and merchandising is where you make your bulk of your money at. And if you can't tour, and if you can't do anything, you're not making no money. Yeah, you can't do the club dates because the clubs is shut down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah. yeah. And as, as you spoke to before, Joe, now they've even suggested from the federal government to lower it. Now, states are even lowering it. And I think you said, like you spoke to New Rochelle. I have my boy, shout out to my man Khaled, who live in Poughkeepsie. They are at a 30 or less to uh, commiserate together. So that means you can't go to church, you can't go to anything. And I, as a as a person that who is you know is a is a big believer of what you would call most people like to say a Jesus freak, and I am. You know what I'm saying? Not being able to go to church or do my regular routine. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of not. I don't want to say depressing, but I'm I'm kind of you know hurt by that in a sense and stuff like that. But you know, 
If you are a spiritual person, still rely on your Bible and stuff like that. And if you're not a spiritual person, hell, I don't know a person that after 9-11 that wasn't a spiritual person, be honest about it and stuff like that. But I want to harp on that. But it is some still, it is still from a, from a music standpoint, from touring and everything, that really shuts down a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I do for my fellow music musicians, rappers, artists, singers, producers or whatever, because people are not being able to go out or because of, you know, uh, restrictions, not being able to gather to see yeah. those shows and things like that. And when but you we, got the big acts, it's like, okay, you got that, you a big act and you got bread, that's cool, but there's a lot of folks out there that's spending that money like a nigga with his first NBA contract that don't even, it's like, yo, I'm going to just keep getting more, I'm going to keep getting more. You know, the cats that'll go blow like whatever on some jewelry or or at a strip club or awesome shit or even just give it to their mans and shit because they know that they can go hit the clubs for like, you know, a couple months and then just stack, stack bread and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and the big festivals and shit down. Oh, man, it's... Right. Let's just talk about them. So we're talking about South by Southwest, which has been suspended. I don't believe it's been specifically canceled yet. You also have uh Coachella and I'm just speaking I'm just talking to the big ones right now. You also you actually have Coachella that has been postponed till October if I'm not mistaken. There was a huge Janet Jackson concert that was about to happen that's now been postponed. Anything that's arena obviously arena suspended. Anything that's obviously a stadium has been suspended and so on and so forth. So people like the baby, Janet Jackson uh, I believe Justin Bieber is another one. Who else? Lil Baby just put out an album. I believe he was in line to, to you know, latch onto another tour or anything like that. All those tours are specifically halt. And even if you like, well, I can still tour overseas. Well, hell, who knows? If you go overseas, your ass might even be able to get back into the country. I don't even think they let motherfuckers fly overseas now. If they are, they ain't letting you come back. Yeah, because within, again, within the time frame of which we're mm-hmm. talking, Trump has shut down the UK. I had a, I had a, a co-worker who was set to go across the pond, per se, the UK. I, was, I even said to you guys in a meeting that I was sitting in that I was supposed to go to India and a couple of other places, Micronesia, and a couple of other places where we were going to be setting up some... Um, companies to do business with that I no longer can go. And I'm not mad about not going. I'm just saying that prevented me from going to those places because now you may not, you can go, but you may not be able to get back in. Now, damn it, I'll be, I'm not going to go somewhere and not have my ass get back home to my babies. Period. Um, No. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it's not, it's not, it's not that, um, it's not that serious. So, and stuff like that. But yeah, but you know, it's really hard for a lot of new artists. And and I was leading into that with what was going on with John Legend and those. And and I'm I'm pretty sure what you will see is a lot of other. Uh, the one thing I want to say, well, you know, I I'll, I'll hold that for a moment. The one thing I want to say is you're gonna see a lot of artists that are just gonna be start giving a lot, being able to give a lot away of free content because now everybody's kind of. Not necessarily sheltered in by the government, but they're just going to be sheltered in because they, their business, what they do as a business, can no longer is no longer sustainable in this short period of time. While we kind of get past this, 
that you're going to see a lot more stuff on the internet. You all are probably looking at a lot more things on the internet. Um, if anybody's been, I've gotten emails from AT&T and I used to be with Sprint. So I'm getting emails from both that say, Hey, you may be experiencing a slowdown in the network simply because everybody's on the network. As a person, I work from home and then Joe, I don't know if you experienced this because everybody logged into the VPN at one point at, or at the same time, which would be between eight and nine o'clock in the morning, that the shit was just slow. <laughs> because it's like, okay, certain people work from home or certain people work from remotely. We're not used to our entire population working remotely, so shit got slammed. Yeah. So, and I, like I said, I don't know if you experienced that or not, but I experienced that today where it was just like, I couldn't even get into, I could get connected to the network, but I couldn't connect to my drives. Shit yeah, was I just mean, real. Well, yeah, well, my, well, my stuff, most of the stuff I work on is like local on my computer, so I haven't had uh, that particular issue. But I know some folks that are like connected to some uh, like remote drives and stuff that were talking about it, like in emails that they were having little problems. But yeah, I'm pretty solid. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, what? like I said, we've been harping on the coronavirus. Let me let, let me move on to some new stuff. We had a we had new music that dropped. We had new we had new music that we were expecting, but we were there. There was a surprise on one of the albums that we expected. But I'm gonna start with um, before we get to J Electronic. I'm gonna hold that for last, everybody. I'm gonna go right to Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid dropped a um, and I'm gonna as I'm live looking up the name of this album. I actually wrote down a name, but I didn't write down the name of the actual album. Um, Rich the Kid dropped an album called Bus, Boss Man. Um, I can say, again, I could get, I'm a man of a certain age, but I can appreciate what I heard from Rich the Kid. And I enjoyed it. It had a bop to it. It had a vibe to it. So I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if anybody else listened to it. We might all, and we can go back to it before we jump into J Electronica. You guys let me know. But there was the J Electronica album that Finally came out after like what seven and a half, twenty years, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. It was a solid ten years, man. Fucking Exhibit C came out fucking around Christmas time, like two thousand nine, I believe. Yeah. It was a whole ten years and change since this nigga fucking with just blaze set the world afire. This is the illest nigga ever. I just wanna say it was the J Electronica album, A Written Testimony. I just wanted to say the name of the album. J Electronica finally dropped his solo project. Well, we'll get into that later if it's a solo project or not. But J Electronica dropped A Written Testimony. Go ahead, Joe. I'm going to say this. Fucking, he ain't here to talk on it, but Brian loved the shit. Said he played it multiple times, let the shit rock, and even felt like it was like taking him to church and shit. Now... Uh I appreciate what Jay Electronica did, but I wasn't as moved by the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you said that. Go ahead. I wasn't as moved by the shit. Um, I don't feel like... And I heard someone else say it. I forget who. It might have been from the Joe Budden podcast that's always watched them niggas. But it may not even been him. But I think it was one of them niggas, I think. It was like... I felt like I learned more about like Jay Electronic on Exhibit C back in like 2009 than I did with this whole little album that had like hella Jay Z on it. I love Jay Z, 
know what I'm saying? But it was it was just the fuck. You know what I'm saying? You wait right. ten years and this is like you calling this your debut and it's like what? No, no. No, I, I agree. I, and I'm and, and I'm saying this as a um, as a uh, a crass music critic. Yeah. Um. It's and I, I think I and I believe I did say this in our group chat as well. I said it sounded like they recorded over different beats, and then whoever and I didn't look at the producers yet, so I'm speaking blindly. And it sounds like the producers changed the beats. The, mm-hmm. It was produced a certain way, and, they, and Jay-Z or Jay Electronica rapped to specific beats. And then the beats changed as they were old Jay Electronica beats or whatever, that, but that was still raw and hot. And they kept, and they just said, hey, we're going to add Jay-Z to it. And Jay just dropped a verse, and they switched the beat because I was like, it's offline. So offline, for our audience that doesn't know, offline would mean like if you're watching a movie and what you hear doesn't line up with what you see, their mouths moving to. So just think of it as an old school kung fu flick. They're speaking in English, and, and when you're looking at you know those old Channel 5 kung fu flicks, it just doesn't match up with the beat. The lyrics were hot, but I just felt like there was a lot missing and things as such. But I, but I'm, a, but I, but I admit that I'm an ignorant. I'm, a, I'm an over superficial music critic, so I hear imperfections and everything that most people might not hear. Yeah, so I'm check- looking at it like that. But go ahead, Joe. Well, now I am checking out the ten tracks. It got Jay Electronica as the producer on six of the ten. Uh, so he did a lot of this production himself. I see uh, Alchemist did one. Then um, I see uh, the, the song he had Travis Scott on. It says Swiss Hit Boy and Arab was mm-hmm. on that. Like, and I see No ID did Fruits of the Spirit. You know what I'm saying? But most of the shit was Jay Electronica making the beats too. I don't know if he was trying to keep the brand himself like, as much as possible, but I, I don't know, man. It's a uh, I felt like he could have gave us a better 40 minutes and uh, now I, after waiting for a decade. <laughs> and how you feel about it? Did you hear it? Yes, I did. And I listened to it a few times. It's, it's, it a, it's a B-. It's, and, and it's a B- minus not because of Jay Electronica. It's really a B- minus because of Jay-Z. It actually made me want to hear a Jay album more than I want to hear a Jay Electronica album. Look, I, I get it. In rap, in life, in, in, in anything. Sometimes if, if you have the cheat code, you're supposed to use it. All right. So, you know, I think Eminem would have been Eminem and 50 would have been 50. But they had they had Dr. Dre. They had the cheat code. They had something where it's sonically impressive, like, oh, they got him. I want to listen. When you have your quote-unquote debut album, and pretty much every feature in it is pretty much arguably maybe the best or top three rapper of all time. No matter what you do, you're not going to be able to outshine him. So I don't I don't necessarily get that. I think you should always have your own thing. Like I said, 
Exhibit C was 10 years ago, and all right, that sounded great and everything else like that, but I haven't heard any growth. It still sounds like the same guy, and like I said, he's an extremely intellectual person. But there's a lot of rappers that, that are very intelligent and very thoughtful, and like they're wordsmiths. They put, they put a lot of, into your knowledge and your thoughts into what they're saying, and it make you want to maybe pick up a book or article or something else like that to kind of get the little things they're hinting at. His is just, it's so packed with stuff, and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like I said, you, and like I said, the other, the biggest problem that I have is that if this is your debut, you don't need Jay-Z, especially when people heard the ability that you have. Like, you don't need to have this, like, this crutch with you. As a matter of fact, having a crutch is a hindrance because you should be a lot, lot better than this. Like, we waited 10 years for this. I don't know what you were doing over that time. As a matter of fact, I don't he's, care. He's but, fucking Rothschild shit. What, Whatever the fuck he's doing, but but (laughs) you're right. (laughs) But if you're coming out and you're saying that basically, whatever other shit I'm doing with the world, like Kanye has sneakers and God knows what out, and God literally, he's still Kanye, and he and when he really puts his mind to it, he can still get in that bag. We heard Exhibit C all them years ago. Like this guy has, like he has. Let me not say he has it. He has something. Mm -hmm. So what's so let's see, after all this time, after 10 years, after the shifts and changes around the world, everything, you don't sound better on your own 10-track album than you did on Exhibit C 10 years ago. So it's like, I don't understand what you're doing, and I'm I'm happy that you're going through with this. Maybe this is something he's like, want to test the waters and see how he's going to go with this, what's going to be the next step. But the biggest flaw that he did that he did not, I feel like this nigga needed some bread, yo. No, no. But he he's Rock Nation. The bread is gonna be there. That's not even the problem. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is that if if you're if everyone sees you as this this type of level MC, then you need to go ahead and just stand and prove on your own. If it good, bad, or indifferent, however it turns out, it doesn't matter. But like, okay, you know, some of this shit was terrible, but some of this was good. It gives you something to grow off of. But when every track that you have is in comparison to Jay Z. And Alex is absolutely right. It literally sounded like they played a beat and was like, all right, Jay, do this. All right, let, all right, let, do that. And like, okay, we're just going to blend this shit together. Cause like, but he did the shit. This nigga did the majority of the album. So he probably went there and tried to be extra with the fucking, when the shit was done. And he fucked, probably fucked his own shit up. Which, which only makes it worse. Like I said, you have all the time in the world to get this done. And you don't do it right. Yeah. That, that's, that, that, that's the frustrating part about this entire album. Like I said, you had a very long time to make it right, and even at the end, it do, it doesn't sound like you guys are blending well. It doesn't sound like it works right. Like I said, outside of Travis, outside of Travis Scott, you're basically all your features is a guy that you probably shouldn't have on features because he's going to cut you up. So, I mean, next time out, hopefully we just get an album from just him. But this one here... The, the the first listen was good. I th- I think the last track, I um, like it's basically like talking about loss and missing people and things of that nature. I mean, there were some good cuts in it, but mm-hmm. overall, to me, this ain't it. Yeah, and it's it's funny because it's like we think, damn, you had like ten years. I mean, he dropped like an EP, other shit, this whatever, and been on other little tracks and whatnot. But it's like you had ten years, but I know you just threw this shit together in the past couple months. This wasn't like 10 years in the making, and it probably should have sounded a little more like it was, you know, to be like, 
don't know, man. No, you're 100% right. That's exactly what I felt like when I listened to it. I listened to it and I said, like, oh, you had an album done. Jay heard and said, uh, let me jump on these three joints to make it pop a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. he was your he was your ghost to your Raekwon, If any, you know, for those of us who understand what Purple Tape was. Yeah, yeah. Because that's exactly what it was. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just making a point that that's what it that that's what this album that's what this album is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we waited a long time, and you gave us purple tape. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Not purple tape. You gave us something that sounded like purple tape because you didn't give us purple tape. Purple tape mm-hmm. was different, but you gave us this, the same style as what purple tape was. And it's not that Jay like Alex verses were bad, but it's like I felt like Somebody heard this and said, we can't put this out like this. People are not going to receive it the way they should receive it because similar to people. And I, and I make and, and let's just be honest. I make jokes about Andre 3000 all the time. It's just mm-hmm. because I'm a fan. And you always hear me say, I don't don't ever talk to me about Andre 3000 because as a hip hop fan from the 90s and a person that was in, this, in, in the industry of the 90s, you never gave me what you were supposed to give me. You ain't yeah. give it to me. So I feel a certain a certain way. So my I don't my hatred or my supposed hate whenever anybody mentioned and I'm speaking to my guys here who understand whenever they mention Andre 3000, I'd be like, F that guy, I don't want to hear from him. Because yeah. I'm just mad. But what it is, I'm just mad he never gave me what I wanted per se in terms of what you know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel. So that's why when I listen to this album, I have that same, I have that a bit of vitriol, the fact that you mean you waited this long to give me this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. It's not that it's not a good album. It's not that it's a dope album. I but just this feel should, like... This should have been your third or fourth album. Yeah. After you yes. gave us this, the, yes. the real shit. Like. And, 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 and I'm saying that in a sense, because I've been in that situation as a person that's managed Kiss who has not given his fans a lot of what they may have wanted as a person that has looked been looked upon as a top five to ten MC all time. Mm-hmm. Is it, you felt like you missed out on something or you didn't get everything that you wanted. So I understand and I'm and, and I'm speaking to I'm speaking to it as a person that understands that. So I'm keeping the same energy because I feel that same way about Kiss, somebody I'm close to then and now, and I feel that same way about Andre 3000 then and now, and I'm saying the same thing about Jay Electronica then and now. Like, yo, bro, you to be a person from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, giving me the bars that you gave me, why didn't you give me what Lil Wayne gave me? You understand what I'm saying? Like, you, there, there shouldn't have been a gap. Yeah. I feel cheat. I feel cheated, and that's not n- nothing against him personally, because he could have been going through whatever the hell he was going through. But as a fan of hip hop, I feel cheated, and I take and I take hip hop personally because it's so, you know, it's it's a part of my DNA. So I look at it a certain way and stuff like that. But I like the album. I didn't love the album. So yeah. go. I kind of have the same feelings that Ann had that there was a lot missing on that album. Yeah, it, it wasn't that it was bad. It was like, I think 
the thing is that when, when you take something and you take so long to create a piece of art or work, mm-hmm. however you want to put it, that means right. you have more, more time to make to make a very clear and very concise album about however or whatever you wanted to speak about and speak on. Mm-hmm. They like some of his verses literally sounded like they had a beat and he just dropped a freestyle to it. Mm-hmm. And that and that annoyed him. Had, he dropped that freestyle over a beat a while ago and they mm-hmm. updated the beat to put Jay on it. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and the whole thing is that when you hear him and like I said, not just this album, but just throughout, you know, the tracks that he's done over the years. You can tell that he has a talent for the craft, a really, really good one. Right. And then when you this is like, like, you know what? It's, it's, it's almost like having a kid that's really smart that does extremely dumb shit. It's like, I know what you're capable of, but for some reason, you're just, you, you have the ability and the time to fulfill your potential, but you're just not doing it. You can do it. Like, I see what's there. And it shouldn't be that hard because you make. I guess maybe this thing. It shouldn't be that hard because he makes it look so easy, and, mm-hmm. and you figure you figure that you give him more time, that all right, this this shit's going to be a breeze. But then this comes out, it's like, I get it, you're on Rock Nation, but I mean, if if we're thinking of you the level of MC that you are, you really don't need to hide behind Jay. But that's what you're doing, and hide behind Jay just makes it look worse because when he's coming out here, he just dropping fire, which is what you should be doing. I'm not saying that you should outshine him, but it should at least be competitive, like. Whenever you hear his verse, and you hear Jay's verse, it's like, well, I kind of sort of maybe want to see what Jay Electronica does in the future, but I definitely am ready to hear a Jay-Z album. More Jay-Z. It was never the yeah. purpose with Jay. It wasn't the purpose. Yeah, I mean, they think he dropped Exhibit C when he was uh, fucking like 33 years old. The man 43 right now, and he using 50-year-old hoes as a, as a crutch. A son, I, I feel like Rock Nation was like, yo, we got to get some shit out. Or that Jay, Jay Elect was like, yo, I'm not fucking that Rothschild heiress no more. Um, I need to get my bread real quick. <laughs> I feel like, what did Jay say about Nas? He said, what is, what is he about his uh, albums, he said, one was I, the other was Illmatic. He said, I mean, this shit was due. That's why pretty much, this shit was like, it was due. Like, he, he either needed the bread or they was like, nigga, you got to put something out or something and shit. And this wasn't it, man. But... I mean, it was 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 a it was a decent project, and uh, I figured next pod we might mention it again just to hear Brian tell us how much why he loved it so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I can pretty much figure why he loved it so much more so the messaging than anything else, but mm-hmm. but just to hear him exactly see if it's more than the messaging that really made him like love it, and if he feels any of the same way that we felt kind of about it, but. Cause he opened up, he opened up with um Farrakhan, young yeah. Farrakhan, not 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 necessarily Farrakhan, but young, a younger Farrakhan, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, that that should drew me, and I'm like, ooh, oh, I... no, no, it did. That's what I'm making a point. Mm-hmm. I don't want. That's why I'm not giving it away at all. Yeah, there was a lot of great messaging and what he put in there and the content. You know, what I'm saying this is not about diminishing diminishing Jay Electronica specifically his verses or anything like that because there's a lot he speaks to a lot of real shit that's going in there it's just you talking about there's a 10-year for those of us who are hip-hop fans that i remember exhibit c when it dropped 
You know what I'm saying? Because I've been out of Jersey right now for it's 2020 for five years. Mm-hmm. Exhibit C dropped in what, 2011? No, 2009, right before Christmas. So 2009. Yeah, all right. So it's 2020. So that's 11 years. So those of us who remember Exhibit C, and I'm being specific because Exhibit C was the game changer for this specific artist. Yeah. N- nationally. Or in the in the world's eye, like I knew who he was and I was on him before that. But in terms of when everybody was like, "Oh shit, who the fuck was that?" It was Exhibit C. And shout out to Just Blaze. So you talking about from Exhibit C till now? Because nobody remembers J Electronica's control verse from that um. It's not even the Kendrick song. It's the really the Big Sean song. With Kendrick on it, yeah. Kendrick just dominated it that they just stopped it after Sean bodied it too, but Kendrick is Kendrick. Right. And he mentioned some names. Yeah, nobody nobody knows that nobody knows what Jared Electronic has said on that song, even though he's one of on one of the most iconic songs of the decade. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows your verse because Sean went first, Kendrick was second. And really, after Kendrick went, we had. If you was a DJ, I don't care if you was an amateur DJ, you and I don't mean to go off on a tangent. You had to shut that song off after the Kendrick verse. It didn't matter what happened after that. It didn't matter how hot your verse was. It didn't matter. Kendrick mm-hmm. murdered that shit, and he went to a place of authentic hip hop that we wanted from the from at that time. The new artists that were coming out, he gave us that shit. It was like we don't give a fuck what nobody say after that. That nigga said that shit and walked off stage. I mm-hmm. like, but we'll be looking at what. As I think we're all aware that Drake is coming, Kendrick is coming. I'm not sure. I doubt if Cole is coming, but we definitely know that Drake is coming, and we definitely know that Kendrick is coming. And in this space of Drake, we'll say that we know that Big Sean is coming. Yeah. And I believe we may be also getting a Meek Mill album in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, and I might be speaking out of turn, or it may not have been talked about because uh, I know somebody that recorded something with him, but I don't give a shit. It is what it is. I think we're going to be getting a Meek Mill album in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So we'll be looking forward to those, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, four albums coming up in the, uh, in the fourth quarter. Want to talk about movies, TV, and anything else that's going on? But I want to incorporate what's happening again with the pandemic that's going on. So I'm gonna start with Ant. So for the most part, and I'm gonna just set this up for you, Ant, and then you can speak to it. For the most part, we haven't really been seeing a lot of movie premieres. Or a lot of anything with a lot of big marketing that we would normally see behind it because you can't gather basically in any major state a uh, hundred people or more. So those premieres, those major premieres that happen on the on the West Coast or even any type of premiere that will happen on the East Coast are no longer happening. So the movie industry for the most part has got to be dead for you because I know you go to see movies every excuse me every weekend or every other weekend if you can 
So the going to the movies part aspect has to be there for you, correct? Like West Orange, Essex County, as uh, what do you call it? West Orange or Essex or whatever? That's got to be closed right now, right? Yes, but no. So they put in a curfew. Not it's 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 kind of a voluntary curfew in New Jersey. So basically, they want people that are not essential personnel to be off the road from eight p.m. to five a.m. They've yeah. they've closed down bars. They've closed down movie theaters. So on and so forth. Uh, what AMC is doing, and that's the one in, in Essex Green in West Orange, they're okay. trying to limit it where where they can sell like at capacity, but mm-hmm. capacity is only going to be fifty percent. So, this, so, uh, okay. gotcha. so, so, so they're keeping. So I think AMC is going to try to keep their theaters open. All other ones are basically going to be closed. So what they're trying to do is, is trying to get something. But the thing is that because because of the coronavirus, like I said, it affects everything. Like movies get pushed back. I know last week I talked about um, No Time to Die. It's being pushed back to later this year. Uh, the new Fast and the Furious movie that's being pushed back to 2021. Mm, that hurts. Uh, they they haven't mentioned anything about Black Widow as of yet, but I'm going to assume. I don't want to make this assumption that they're going to push this back, because like I said, if we're going to talk about you know, movie movies and TV, because what we talked about last week was was streaming, and I think, and I don't want it to happen to this movie because I think it'd be very interesting. I wonder if the next step is that they're going to put Black Widow instead in theaters because. It might not get the box office return that it's probably going to get if it was just your regular times. That instead of doing that, though, it's just basically short on Disney Plus, or mm-hmm. like, or like, or like, fine because that's their thing. It, or like, maybe like, if you wanted to watch it on there, like you have Disney Plus, like, all right, if you pay, I don't know, twenty bucks, and we'll give you like a forty-eight hour rental where you can watch the movie, something else like that. But then you got to deal with piracy and so on and so forth. But I mean, it, it affects everything. Like I said, we're looking at it from this perspective, and I mean, this is just one market. The the, the other market that's just as big, that matters as much to the box office as anything else, is China. And if they're in a situation where they're shut down, they you, you can't get access to get your movie premiered over there. Like I said, that's a country of a billion people, and a lot of them make their profit by going overseas to these countries, which you just can't. So it's affecting things. Um, so. In regards to movies and theaters and everything else today, and in regards to entertainment, right now, streaming's pretty much your best option. Yeah, nah, it's crazy. You talk about that Black Widow and shit. Like, they could do a bunch of different things with it, but being that it's uh, one of the more recognizable like Marvel characters, you know, fucking, uh, you can expect the type of, if that movie went to box office on like a regular, like, cycle, it could probably get you a fucking half a half a billion you know what i'm saying like worldwide so uh property like that seemed like something they had to just hold back you know i don't know or or not it might be right i think there's a lot of okay no to just it's the 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 coronavirus pandemic is just affecting a lot of things and like, like that's just one of them there's not much that you can do until there's a time where they feel that the public itself, not, not necessarily is going to be safe, but just that th- they have a better control and handle on the virus. Maybe when they get a chance to get more, but it, they create a vaccine and it's effective and they get it around. But like I said, President Trump said it, it just might last through the summer. And like I said, most of your big box office movies in regards to that are in the summertime. They won't be around so, this time. So it's really a, 
really a seismic shift because you're going to wonder what's really next in regards to entertainment. Like I said, we started off talking about, you know, the lack of sports. Like I said, you don't really have much entertainment anywhere. So you just kind of go by, make do, read a book, do something. But I don't know. It's just very strange. And I think um, it's very interesting to see how Hollywood and, you know, the box office handles like this situation going forward. Did you mention the TV shows that it got pushed back? Pretty much all. <laughs> yeah, Pat, the power. Um, they say all. the power stuff got pushed back. We were waiting for. Uh, it's funny, my, my dude just told me he started. You watched his first episode of Atlanta today, and was like, "Yo, why you ain't tell me the show was?" I t- Man, I'm bro. I told you shit was fire like three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck the shit came up. And he's like, "Yo, man, with the new season coming out." So I'm like, "Nah, it's got pushed back." Everything. Like, it, it's just production, and production involves people. And if you can't be have a group of people to do, I mean, if you can't have people get together to go to service, you definitely can't get them. You can't get them together to go to work. You definitely can't get them together to, to shoot a show or a movie, or something else like that. That they're, they're shutting down, like the plays on Broadway, um, operas, everything, yeah. anything where there's going to be a mass of people, they have to shut down. Which kind of pisses me off because I do feel good that I didn't get my Roots picnic ticket yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's probably not going to happen. But we'll see. But with a situation like this, it's out. It's outside of our control, and I understand that it's weird and it's strange for a lot of people. But we got to kind of get. I, I do not think that this is going to be a permanent reality, but we have to adjust and shift to this one. Like I said, it's a public health crisis, and I know. We want to see our movies. We want to see the playoffs. We want to see the Final Four. There's a lot of things that we generally want to see. Like I said, even baseball, it, that, that that might be pushed back to to maybe uh, maybe mid-June, possibly. Mm-hmm. But right now, like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it's just a very interesting thing. But we're just talking about this form of entertainment, talking about movies and television. Quite simply, you're every, every, it's just delayed. Everything's coming. Just not in the time that you would want it. It's going to get there. Maybe not, you know, in the next month or so. But eventually, the things that you want to see, you're going to get a chance to get around to seeing. But until then, like I said, there, there's streaming options there. There's stuff on TV. Just try to do what you can and try to entertain yourself while keeping yourself healthy. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I thought about it um, a lot, was I've been able to. Well, the difference is for me from different from everybody else. I'm a big sports fanatic, and I'm hugely into NFL. I'm not a big NBA watcher. I'm not an MLB watcher until the playoffs for both of those sports. But with the uh, virus, the coronavirus causing people to be sheltered in, um, obviously there's a huge spike in all of the online platforms, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, Apple, and so on. You're seeing a huge spike in those. And I've been watching a lot of movies like I've seen. And I've mentioned it a few times. And me and Joe have spoken about it. What was the movie, Joe, we were talking about yesterday? Oh, so, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) Netflix had the nerve. And I'm going to let you speak to him in a second, Joe. Netflix had the nerve (laughs) to put Outbreak starring Dustin Hoffman, Renee Russo. Excuse me. Let me be specific. Starring Morgan Freeman, Dustin Hoffman, and Renee Russo and uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, fucking yeah, Cuba Good Jr. Cuba Good Jr. and, and, and uh, the guy Patrick, Dem- Patrick Dempsey. 
He had the, he had the little role. Yeah, he played. You. I was, yeah. was going to say the guy, fucking uh, Kevin Spacey, was one of my oh, favorites. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. Nasty it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. They had the nerve to put Outbreak on damn Netflix, and I watched that shit last night, and me and Joe was going back and forth about it. And I then I finished it this morning. I fell asleep on the last night, and then I finished the last th- uh, 25 minutes of it this morning. So they had the nerve to put a movie like that on that add that late last minute on Netflix with that damn monkey and how, and how uh, I won't give it away. You need to watch it. If you definitely, if you are 30 or under, you need to go ahead and check that out on Netflix. Outbreak. But what is everybody, and again, I said, I'm, I'm speaking as it as a person. I do not have any cable. I have not had it in five years. I do not have any cable service. I simply rely on Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, and Amazon, and some blah, 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 other entities to watch things that are up to date. Shout out to YouTube. So what is everybody watching while you are on a shelter in when you have time if you're working from home? You're definitely watching Netflix on your TV while you're trying to work. What are you watching or you find interesting to catch up on while you're working from home? And I know you're the outlier here because the rest of us are kind of told to work from home. But if you're home, what are you watching? <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you what I, I mean, watch. It. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I watch over because it's, it's really nothing. So, Ant probably gonna be way better. Me, I was I've been glued to like MSNBC and CNN for most of this uh for the past like month or so for real. And uh, but now that the sports, I keep going back to ESPN, hoping they're gonna give me something, you know. But they keep running like specials and shit. And um, I'm just waiting for certain shows to come back, like uh, fucking um. What's that Spanish show that I like? Uh, Money Heist. That's just coming back in like April. I think so. I'm waiting for that. And uh, there's a show All American that had Tay Diggs in it. Uh, I think he was coaching a, yeah, a yeah, football coaching team. A, a football team. My son told me to yeah, check put, that out. I, yeah. I do have that in the pipeline. I did like the first season. Um, they got another season up there now. I don't know if it's a Netflix original show or if it's on the network. And it's just, it's a Netflix Oh, I don't think it's Netflix original. Yeah, well, they put the whole second season up or whatever and shit. So if you were Netflix watcher like me, that's the next thing I'm kind of going to get into and shit. But yeah, but but yeah, what's good with like the the, the TV shit or whatever? Because I, I really don't be on it heavy. I know for life. Before you go in, I know for life came back last oh. night or recently it came back. Oh yeah, last Tuesday I, and it's one on tonight I think too. Last week's episode we were talking about for life. I fuck with it. It centered around um dude's wife. It showed how her life was from the time before he got um before he got like arrested and all the way up to the time is now and shit. And it even showed how she started dating a dude that she's dating, which is uh one of the boys what is his her husband's like best friends. And I kinda always looked at him with a side eye until I saw that episode. Or whatever. I mean, you spoil it. I spoil it or whatever for real. Like niggas, whatever. Watch, watch this shit. But I thought the dude kind of jumped on Shorty like real quick. They was like just he just was just around and shit for damn near like eight years before he started fucking. And she the one that kind of wanted to start fucking. So they only fucking for like about a year. So 
I look at him like kind of a little better now. Or should he still fucking his man's uh, like wife or ex wife? I'm not sure if they got the papers like done or nothing like that. But I mean, that was something. It, it was a good episode. At first, I'm like, I don't want the episode about this chick life, but it kind of like forwarded the story. And it kind of showed me how to show me. I thought dude kind of trash after that nigga in jail, but it is what it is. You watched it, yet? The Last for Life? Nah, I'm getting a chance to catch it. Oh, damn. I just told a bunch of shit, but it, it's, it was a pretty good episode. <laughs> My bad. It, it was a good episode, though. And I, I kind of mentioned to Brian, too. And I was like, yo, man, this dude kind of deserved to go to jail for some time. And Brian had, like, in the chat, he said, yeah, I see what you said. But now it was a, it was a pretty, it ended up being a pretty good episode. And I look forward to watching, hope this episode on tonight so I can watch it tomorrow or something. But that's probably the only show that, and like, I watch, I watch Blackish and I watch Mixed Dish or whatever, because the shows are like just fun to give me that feeling back when niggas watch Cosby or My Wife and Kids or like the Hughleys and shit, shit like that. I just like the black family shows like that shit, but that's me. No, 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 I, I get it. I get it and everything like that. Like that's why I really asked, like, what is everybody watching? I even referenced the movie a few times in our group chat. That's called the the Company Men. It's an old movie. Mm-hmm. I think it came out 2010 or 2011. I found it very interesting. It stars Ben Affleck, uh, Chris Cooper. What's one, What's the what's the shit? What's that dude's name? Dude uh, from the coach. Yeah, the dude from Coach and the dude that yells all the time. I call him the White Samuel Jackson. <laughs> his name, whatever his name is, they're all and Kevin Costner. They're all in this movie, so it's well acted, it's well directed. Mm-hmm. It speaks to a lot. Was go what was going on from uh, pre Obama and then through the Obama presidency, a lot of things that were happening to people. From the economic downturn from 2006, seven before Obama took uh, over from the Bush Jr. and things as such, it was really just showing a lot. And like I felt like, damn, that's real shit. Like I felt mm-hmm. the people maybe and that and that. And that's when you know you're watching a good movie that you felt the characters that the people were portraying. Yeah. Like I felt that in them. Like at that time watching what was going on and understanding what that was going on. I was like, damn, these people probably really truly felt that way. Like, yo, and I and I and I can speak to it personally because I was a person before I got back up on my feet because I was a person that had only worked in music all my life till the age of thirty or twenty nine. I never under I never had a nine to five until I was 29, 30 years old. I never knew what it was to get up in the morning and go to work. I've always worked in the music industry. And then, and I've always made a certain a certain salary. I should probably speak more to that. I've always made a certain salary. But watching this movie, The Company Men, and then relating it to the times that we are in at this moment. This isn't as bad as it was back when we transitioned from Bush to Obama. But looking at what we possibly could be entering into, because we don't know what it is yet, mm-hmm. you're looking at that could be experiencing a two, a two week to four week to six week to eight week month period of stoppage of work where they don't know where their next check is coming from, and this is what happened in this movie. Except it happened on a high level where you had these executives 
making a certain amount of money. And I know, Joe, we spoke about it because I know you remember it. And I don't know if, mm-hmm. any, if you, you could chime in, chime in at any point in time. But it's just so poignant that they had that movie on the company, man. And then they also had Outbreak on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outbreak on. And then, you know, there's Goodfellas on, but that's kind of normal at the moment right yeah. now because Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies I watch no matter what. But go ahead, Joe. Yeah, but now I speak that con- uh, that company man. Even though it's an older movie, um, it, it's dope now. And uh, and one of the best things about it, like like you said, it's like it's one thing to make you kind of care about the folks when you got like the poor and the downtrodden and shit. And it's like damn, niggas never had a break. But this was like a like a fall from grace that like could shake damn near anybody, even if you think your bread's solid. You know what I'm saying? Even if you the executive this company, you got stock in this that whatever. And you just going about doing your job. You doing your job the best you can, but the company is not. They not holding their shit down and just wants the shit like the work stoppage. And it was it was just real thinking like, okay, at first, okay, yeah, all right, we we down here fucked up, but we got this situation. Folks will help me get a job, get jobs, other plan shit. Then when it gets to shit, you gotta like pick up a fucking hammer. You know what I'm saying? And like make the yeah, entry. Right, right. You're a white hurt. collar worker going to a laborer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue, blue collar worker. Yeah. And it made me think, like, when I was, I was uh, doing, I never really did, like, any, like, blue collar, like, labor shit, because I really didn't work before college, and then after I finished college, I just kind of had, like, jobs are pretty office shit, but when I was in Alabama about, like, about four years ago, I was, like, between contracts, one shit was supposed to start, but it didn't start, and then, like, when is it going to start? And I fucking went to the fucking Target Distribution Center and shit for a fucking job. I'm like, the fuck? I don't get the fuck they paying like $13 an hour or some shit. And I worked that job for about 45 minutes before I had quit. And uh, luckily I had started another job like about a month later and shit. But it's real. Like, if I wouldn't be able to quit if I had like a family, you know what I'm saying? And I had to like support shit. And it was like, it, it just hits. And it's one of them things, it's like, you may think you up here, no matter how high, you know, if you like middle management or if you just do an office job, if you an exec, some shit like that, whatever. And then you got to come back down to like earth and shit. And it puts a whole bunch of stuff in the perspective. Like, but it, but it's definitely a good movie. It's real timely and shit. So, uh, yeah. Also, I, I watched, uh, I watched like some new episodes of that, um, uh, is it Mad Money? I think it's called. Yeah, that's it. You talking with the three women that um figure shit out or whatever? No, no, it was like a documentary thing or something. Oh, okay, like that. okay, okay. Or okay. So, something about money, something money. And I just watched episodes dirty of money, like Dirty Money. Was dirty, it? Dirty Money. Yeah. Got I, it. I just I know I watched a couple episodes when I watched with like a Jared Kushner or whatever, and see how grimy the fuck his fucking real estate business was, man. It's like I'm just throwing. I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but. It was a good episode because I remember I watched the Trump shit before whatever uh, episode they had, but yeah, man. But now, yeah, what you watching though, for real? Yeah, that's the that's the real point of it. Since we kind of, and I know, like, what do you? I'm I'm sure I can, without even looking or investigating, I'm sure 100% that viewership of Hulu, Netflix, Disney. Apple TV or whatever it is faction that you're watching is up 
50% of more or more simply because we are we have been sheltered in. And even if we aren't as sheltered in, we can't go out to eat or anything. We're all doing everything at home. So you have to have an uptick in your digital platform watching and so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm looking. I know, Joe, you spoke on a lot. And what are you watching? Honestly, I'm only watching one show, and it's better called. No, 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 that would be a lie. I watched the premiere of Westworld last night. I watched Curb, but that's about to end next week. And only other thing I watch is probably Better Call Saul. That's it. They been are they new season? That it finally started. Yeah. Oh, I shit, I need to jump on that. That's it. I mean, and outside of that, really, I mean, like I said, because I'm, like, I'm at work, so I can't, like, I don't really get a chance to watch, I guess, maybe what I want to watch, something else like that. I mean, the streaming options are always there, but the majority of the time, like, even when I get home, most of the time I'm just, I'm just clicking around on Spotify, just listening to different podcasts, like, seeing what they're doing, is maybe see what we can do better, and things like that, and uh, like I said, I'm. I think the Takashi one came up uh, yesterday. I didn't get a chance to listen to that, but like I said, it's just a bunch of random different podcasts just to hear things and everything else of like that. Because after a while, I mean, TV and it just starts to get the same. Like mm-hmm. I said, you can't go to a movie, some else like that. At least just giving you like a little bit of diversity. So I'm generally just trying to do that. That's dope. I think I'm about to start listening to like just more music, just having that shit rock through the day because. It's not a damn thing on daytime television I care about. Um, only thing I ever really watch on daytime. I'm off like every other Fridays, like on a regular. The only thing I usually catch on Fridays is like, I just leave it on like ESPN or like one of the, the news networks and just let that shit rock. Because I don't care about no judge shows, no talk shows, whatever the fuck else is on and shit like that. But I think I'm going to just probably just drive out on some music, man. That's about it. Like. <laughs> Yo, I, yo, I, yo, I was tell you something, man. Like, this is just day two of me, like, working from home. And I, I said it before, but I really feel like, yo, so I'm to get the fuck out of here, yo. And she it's crazy because... I said the same shit. She was like, yo, I got to go for a walk. I, I'm getting kind of a fever. I can't be in this shit because I'm here. The kid's here. She's there. She's like, shit. At least I usually normally get my little, you know, five to six hour break from everybody. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, but not and, and me it's like the opposite. I'm just I live by myself. I'm just here chilling and shit. Most of my people are like up in like North Jersey, so I don't really have too many folks that just like fall through and shit. So it's like I'm. It's like because it's funny. Like I leave when I was like always like okay. We I'm gonna, every time I would like leave work, I'm like finally we're gonna go home and just like relax and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just been like two days, and I'm like damn. I kind of miss like just how I just be shooting the shit. With a couple of these motherfuckers at my job, you know what I'm saying? It's just enough that I kick it with these motherfuckers, talk shit. We might go to lunch, do this, that, whatever, and we do a happy hour like maybe like once or twice a week or some shit like that. And it's just enough kicking it with these random motherfuckers that they cool and shit. Everybody I work with is cool. I gotta say that. Yeah, it's like all right, I got my feel of being around people and shit, but it's like damn. Now I'm like down here. It's like fuck, yo. 
I had a friend of mine like, yo, you should come up here and just kick it up here. You can work. I'm not going to kick it in nobody's house. I ain't going to try to be in a nigga house just to be around. That's weird. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of ready to go back to work. But then it's like kind of sinking in. I'm not going to be able to. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Like, when I'm at work for like my little eight or nine hours, like usually and shit a day. I'm usually, I usually do like actually actually doing work work maybe about like two hours for real because shit be kind of slow. I ain't slacking. I just shit be slow. You know what I'm saying? So like now it's like I'm at home. I do my little shit and I do what I got to do keep with my deadlines. What I'm going to try to do is just try to learn something. You know what I'm saying? Trying to pick up some kind of skill. Trying to do some shit like that. Read a book. I ain't actually going to read a book. But like just... Learn some like new shit. It's only online tutorials to learn like a new programming language, learn a new something, this, that, whatever. If I'm gonna be home all these fucking like weeks and shit, it might be like I need to do something like that. I need to cut my thing is this I want to come out better for this time not having to go to office. You know what I'm saying? This time I don't got to drive 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, I mean, I think that's when I'm rambling and shit, but that's. Well, I think if you're going to be at home and shit, and especially if you don't have, like, you know, the kids, you know, running around and shit, having to, like, you know, make peanut butter jelly sandwiches or whatever the fuck niggas be doing with kids and shit. It's like, yo, just try to better yourself. Come out of these weeks, months or whatever, like, a better nigga and shit. I was doing this fucking yoga shit fucking uh, this morning and shit. I was fucking on YouTube, some big nigga doing yoga and shit. I'm a big nigga, so I'm be doing this shit. And it's something, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just up in here with, like, mad food and, like, some liquor and shit with nothing to watch and, like, a little bit of work to do. Cut me off, yo. Cut me off. I'm talking too much about nothing. Cut me off. Somebody say something. Yeah, we're moving forward. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Oh, man. What's next, Alex? Uh, Let's see. Sports, uh, sports. Yeah, really sports and shit like that. I was really leaning on and If you don't got nothing else, then shit. We go ahead and move on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, NBA, and again, and we're, we're backtracking, and me and Joe spoke about this. It seemed like literally two, three weeks ago, but it literally just happened less than maybe 10 days ago, that the NBA shut down the entire season due to the coronavirus. Um, Joe's kind of spoke to it earlier before we did get that last, I believe that was Tuesday night. Yeah, that was Tuesday night. We got the last games that were going to be performed for the season with the last game being Dallas versus, I can't even remember who they played. And the Pelicans game was technically supposed to be the last game played before the uh, shutdown took to effect. But however, one of the referees that were in the Utah game, as Joe spoke to earlier, where we spoke about the Rudy Gobert uh, uh, coronavirus uh, infection came about, that one of those uh, referees refereed that game before they flew to the uh, – I'm not sure what game it was exactly that they were about to say – to a specific game they were there to the Pelicans game that's excuse me to the Pelican game Pelicans game that he was about to referee and the Pelicans said that we will not play because this person has been infected 
with the coronavirus, which came out after Rudy Gobert acknowledged that he had the coronavirus and all the funny beams of Mark uh, Thank you, Mark Cuban, finding out midstream that (laughs) Adam Silver, my old boss, had uh, shut down the NBA season due to the coronavirus. There was just a lot of moving parts that Tuesday night that what happened and what came about as the NBA became the first major sport to completely shut down mid-season, ending, uh, su- substantially ending their season as it seems as of the moment. And as of right now, they seem to say that they will re- they're looking and hoping to restart in June. I don't I doubt if they will be re- be re- re- um, excuse me playing any regular season games that the standings as we see as they are right now, wherever you get your statistics from, Wherever the standings are right now is the seeding that will happen and what we will be seeing when they start back up in June as, and I'm saying this as a person that worked for the NBA and has kind of sourced it a few ways differently and I haven't heard different, is that they will be starting up maybe play maybe a week of games and then go right into the postseason as is and however they are going forward. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was gonna say something. <laughs> oh, I thought that was shit. I didn't know who that was. Oh, nah, yeah, man, but nah, that shit. Uh, yeah, man, nah, fucking all that shit was crazy. That shit went down Wednesday. It was like the illest shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember I was watching games, like found out the shit, and like the Pelicans game, like you said, he was like, yo, this thing had been exposed, nah. And they said that Lonzo Ball went out there, which put up shots of Brandon Ingram. Like, nah, nigga, we ain't playing tonight, bro. Like, we really ain't playing. Yeah, uh, serious, they, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, this will be the last game. Nope. 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 Nah, I'm playing that shit. And the whole shit's surreal, man. And but like Rudy Gobert getting the shit. And then uh, Donovan Mitchell. I, I saw a little article the day that said Donovan Mitchell is starting to, you know, be less angry at Rudy Gobert for, like, giving him this shit. But I, I, I think... Too. I think that's bullshit. I think, yo. Yeah, I, do, I do too. It's like this goofy ass motherfucker and shit that's at least a couple years older than me got me fucking exposed to this shit because he a goofball. You know what I'm saying? Fuck this nigga. And uh, we got the big news today with like the four Nets players. And then uh, that wasn't as big until they said that one of the motherfuckers was Kevin Durant. Yeah. Right. It's just ill because he wasn't even playing. But, you know, I figured that he was either you know, <laughs> kissing niggas, rubbing sweaty niggas, or. He was, like, you know, sharing bitches with some of the niggas that was playing, so they probably, like, spread it through the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless they was doing gay shit. I don't know. But Kevin Durant got the shit. We talk about Idris Abbott, like, all these random, all these random folks having it. And we don't know who else is going to pop up with the shit, you know? And I think it all feel a little more real when it's, like, the celebrities and shit, you know? Right, because we can all... What it is is that when the celebrity has it, we can all... Relate to who has who has it, yeah, because it's like it's like nameless faces. It's like, oh yeah, some seventy old bitch died in Washington. Like we don't know that bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like I read an article that they said, oh, this substitute teacher in Sacramento, she died, and I was like, oh shit. And I said, oh, she's over seventy. She's volunteering. It's like, why the fuck she volunteering to school with the dirty ass kids getting coronavirus and dying? Well, you know, I don't know that bitch. 
But it's like even though Idris probably gonna live and, and Kevin Durant and Rudy and fucking Donovan Mix gonna live, it's like it puts that face like, oh shit. Niggas we right. actually fuck with got this shit, you know? Right. Go ahead, Ant. You got you was about to say something? So you so you, from what you heard, the plan might be that when the season opened back up, they're just gonna have it like a week just to kind of like get guys into the yeah. Moment. So let me yeah yeah and and and, uh, and I'm speaking yeah. to this and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say this is confirmed, but as a person that worked for the NBA and was real intricate in terms of from the from the accounting and finance side of it of what was going on, from what I've heard is that there may be like one week of regular season pay, perhaps. One week of regular season pay, excuse me, play, but if the season ended as is, and I'm not sure what the standings are, however the standings are is how they would enter the uh, the playoff the playoff rounds and so on and so forth. But again, it's ever evolving. We don't know A to B and who can say who can play. I'm sorry, when people can say, well, we'll play a game and we'll play a week of games and See if the seeding, the seeding, seeding, as I'm saying, uh, will change or anything like that. But if not, as of right now, however it is right now, we will enter the playoffs as it is right now, and so on and so forth. And now, again, I don't know who's in first in the East or the West, but however uh, it is, and I'm, I'm assuming and Milwaukee's number one. Bucks and, and Lakers. Okay. okay, so the Bucks and Lakers would be the number one seed in each uh, seeding. And then everybody else were falling accordingly. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and it kind of like kind of sucks because this was like the push with teams having like 15 to 20 games left. And uh, one of the big things was who was going to get that A seed in like the West. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of jumbled up there. Like two or three teams kind of had it. And I think the Pelicans might be on the outside looking in at this point. I'm not sure. Uh, but it was like, yeah, man. Coronavirus. Oh yeah, and the Lakers are going to get tested. Now I want to, I want to see what comes out of that. See if, see if it's fucking around. And Anthony Davis got the shit. If LeBron got the shit, because after uh, the Nets got it, it's like okay, we played the Nets recently, so they casting a wider net on uh, teams that need to get tested. You know what I'm saying? So shit, them niggas ain't even play Rudy Gobert. That's why it's like ill and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like Kevin Durant and his boys was fucking dirty bitches or. Oh, I don't know, like licking niggas. I don't know, but you know it is what it is, man. Yeah, we don't we don't know. We just came up as right, probably about what maybe Joe two hours before we decided to record that it came out that four nets, but the most prevalent person of of those that were um, added was Chris, uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. And we had Rudy Gobert, and then since we're on sports, we'll talk about Rudy Gobert, one of the teams uh, that he played five days earlier uh, in the Detroit Pistons. And you guys told me that he looks like he's going to be a baller as he's matriculating through these through these games and through the years. Is Christian Wood, who directly as a uh, power forward slash center defended Rudy Gobert, he contracted the uh, COVID-19 as well, coronavirus as well, he's been uh, found uh, with a positive result of being infected with the COVID-19 virus as well. 
And unfortunately, we're only really talking about NBA players who are the most active at the moment. The NBA, the MLB, which is Major League Baseball, is in preliminaries. Golf is technically just starting up, and so is NASCAR just starting up. So the only major sport that happened to really truly be in midseason, hockey as well, but we haven't heard anybody from the, from um, the uh, NHL say that they have contracted it, but the NBA being who they are and how big they are have been the only uh, major sport that has been truly affected by this virus. Um, Joe, I know you spoke to the um, M, I'm sorry, not the M, the UHC shutting down. We've already seen WWE shut down, which is the worldwide wrestling uh, entertainment have shut down the, um, XFL, which is a part of the WWE, owned by Vince McMahon, has shut down. Uh, we are in the off. Yeah, yeah. Basically, everything: tennis, golf, everything has been shut down. We Gotta are the bring back home. bomb fights, nigga. Yeah, we're no, 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 fights. You, you trash, Joe. You no, know, we going we gonna bring back bomb fights, nigga. If I get my four thousand dollars, then I'm gonna invest in some forty ounces and shit. And we're going to find some bums and shit. We're going to try not to get, like, you know, you know, vets from, like, the military that lost their mind. Just regular bums that, you know, never really did shit. Nigga, we're not them. starting bum fights. Shut the fuck up. We will be the illest podcast ever, nigga. We do bum fights, nigga. We're not. Nigga, shut the fuck up. We're not doing no goddamn bum fights. Yo, nigga, we go to fucking North Pitt Station, get some niggas that look a little off, have 40s and, like, $50 bills, and be like, yo... Knock this nigga out. <laughs> Yo, and for real, my phone got a pretty good camera. I know if you cop that Samsung S20 or whatever the joint is, but I hear that camera on Wicked too. We can film yeah, the shit off the phones. You you copped it? Yep, the shit shoots in 8K. Word, nigga. See, you got that. We don't need 8K. We can put on YouTube and shit. We gonna probably shoot like we can shoot 4K and put on YouTube. Maybe just do 1080. I don't know, cause 1080, yeah, whatever. We shoot that shit in good quality. Edit this shit right Man. on the phones, nigga. Stop. We're not. We're not. We're not fighting. We're not shooting bum fights. We're not doing that shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm above much. I think I'm above paying homeless dudes to beat the hell out of each other. Like something about that just bothers me to my soul. Uh, I can't do that. Bum fights with Lydia. It was not doing, doing bum fights. We just worry about the NFL. Everything's all fucked up. Tom out here. That's just depressing. No, nope, it's not depressing. That thing is actually a good move. Him going to the Bucks. Oh, Tom, did we even talk about Tom? No, nah, we didn't really. We didn't really get into him yet because I was just trying to wrap oh, up. I never want to get into him. <laughs> we were just trying to wrap up the impact of the coronavirus, but we can go ahead and get into Tom as um and mentioned. So right now, the only really, the really in terms of the major sports going on right now is you're talking about the NFL and free agency, which has a huge impact in terms of major sports because we normally in the in, in, in the NFL don't have a lot of major superstar players moving around. But what happens within the last, I will say, 72 hours, one of the things we have found out that Tom Brady, uh, which – some people consider the GOAT, depending on how you look at him, has decided that he's no longer returning to the 
uh, New England Patriots that he has moved on and we have found out within the last, uh, I would say, 10 hours that he will be joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coached by Bruce Arians. We have had trades happen where you have seen Stephon Diggs go from the Minnesota Vikings to the uh, Buffalo Bills. You have seen major trades again with DeAndre Hopkins Uh going from the Texans. Mm I don't know what's wrong with the Texans to the Arizona Cardinals among um, um, a lot of mid-level to high-level players moving teams. And and being that we are, we'll just focus on, because there's a lot that's happened in the NFL, we'll just really focus on a lot of the major moves and things as such. So you've had DeForest Buckner from the Super Bowl uh, losers. <laughs> Shout out to be Super Bowl loser 49ers go from the 49ers to the Eagles. We've had, like I said, DeAndre Hopkins go from the Texans to the um, Cardinals for basically nothing. Stefan Diggs go from the Vikings to the Bills for essentially more than what DeAndre Hopkins gone for, being mm-hmm. that DeAndre Hopkins is a top five uh, player in the team. But there's just been a lot of movement, a lot of trades that have been going on. But those are the three that I have mentioned are, the, are, the, are really the three biggest things that have gone on in, within the um, – NFL industry as we are talking right now. There's a lot more still to come as uh, Jadavion Clowney has not signed yet and so on and so forth. The and, and like I said, we'll speak to specifically to our teams. The Raiders, the only thing that's really worthwhile talking about with the Raiders is they signed uh, a, a good linebacker, Corey Littlejohn. Other than that, signing Jason Whitner or Marcus Mariota, who cares? Giants signed a very good cornerback. <clears throat> um, and they did franchise uh, um, thank you Leonard Williams 49ers did resign Eric Armstead and retain themselves and then within the trade they made shout out to my man B because that is his team in trading DeForest Buckner to the shit the Colts thank you the, to the Colts they did receive their number one seated draft pick, which I believe is number 14 uh, in the um, NFL draft. They did they did secure that. But really the biggest uh, news is, as uh, Ant mentioned, is Tom Brady rescinding that he will no longer return to the New England Patriots, and he is looking forward to free agency. And initially the two teams he was looking at was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the San Diego Chargers. And as it appears, as of right now, we haven't had any, uh, an official, official announcement. But it looks like he is joining, he will be joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going forward. And he will be uh, part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, this is this is the equivalent, and I, and, and, I, and I speak to it in this sense because I know we have, you know, we talk a lot of NBA, but this, really is looking at Michael Jordan in a Washington Wizards uniform as a person that we've associated with that team, not only associated with that team, but just as you associated with Michael Jordan with six championships with the Bulls, you associate six championships with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, and he is no longer, as of now, will be 
rejoining the New England Patriots. He is joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, from 2021 forward as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So I think that that is a major change in things that we are accustomed to in the sports world. I don't know if anybody wants to speak to it or if I just covered everything. Everything? Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm, but mm-hmm. it, I think... I think the thing that you got to say more than anything else when it comes to guys like this, and I mean, people are, you know, oddly shocked, like, oh, my God, Tom Brady left the Patriots. And the way that it goes pretty much with quarterbacks, they never want to leave. Most of them, most of them never end with the team that they started with. Like I said, Drew Brees was in San Diego before he was in New Orleans. Only one I can really remember recently, probably Dan Marino. Joe Montana left his team. Peyton Manning left his team. It's how it goes. They want to keep performing. They want to keep going. So, I mean, I mean, it's surprising because it's Tom Brady. And like I said, he's been there for 20 years. So you think of him as, you know, a patron for life. We, we thought of Peyton Manning that he was going to be a cult for life. Somehow he ends up in Denver. Just, right. Just out of yeah, it's just one of them things, man. And the nigga they let him go for, that nigga dead. Um, what's that nigga name? Andrew Luck, yeah, nigga dead. Are you talking about the Colts? Yeah, the Colts. We're talking about Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. You mentioned Philip Rivers, or it's like fuck that nigga. No, no, I didn't mention him yet. But I, I, like I said, there's been so much that has happened. But he is um, with Hall of Fame stats. Philip Rivers. He ha- was in the same draft class as um, Drew. Um, excuse me, Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. He is now joining the Colts and will be their starting quarterback, reuniting him with his original offensive, one of his original co- offensive coordinators, oh. Reich, who oh. is the head coach of uh, the Colts. Oh, we drafted, we drafted uh, Philip Rivers, and we traded him a okay. <laughs> with a whole bunch of other picks that turned out to be great picks. Mm-hmm. But the niggas still couldn't get shit done. But shout mm-hmm. out to Eli Manning, who retired. Like yep. his, you know, so he got his bread, he got all his coin and shit. I think he made more than Tom Brady in his career. Don't quote me on that, but I know Eli was getting banked. He was getting. I, I would agree. I would agree with that because Tom Brady yeah. never made top dollar. Yeah. So it's gotta be, I'm not. Yeah. So we fucking embarrassed this nigga twice. You know what I'm saying? Him and his coach. You know what I'm saying? Only niggas to beat them niggas twice. You know what I'm saying? The Super Bowl. Fuck them niggas. I hope that. Uh, I hope that Tom Brady either wins the Super Bowl or is trash. One, I don't want no in the middle type shit. I don't want to make the playoffs and not do shit. I want to either win the Super Bowl or be trash. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll shout out to my nigga Jameis. Hope Jameis get a spot somewhere. Shout out to my nigga Cam. They try to do Cam dirty, but they brought in Teddy Bridgewater. He black, so it's all good if they do Cam dirty. Um, shout out to Dak. You know what I'm saying? They franchising that nigga. Shout out to Amari Cooper getting his bread. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ben Roethlisberger if he come back. You know, he was dope. You know, he's raping bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yo, speaking of raping bitches, what's the nigga name? Um, the nigga that was raping from the NFL? <laughs> Kellen Winslow Jr. Yeah, the nigga Kellen Winslow Jr., he was raping, got convicted of his rapes. But, like, because of the coronavirus, I think they postponed his sentencing. So, I don't know what that means for him if he out on bail and shit. He probably out on bail and shit for the rapes. Like, whatever. So good for him. I'm glad they got that dirty motherfucker. Um, what's the white dude name? The white dude name? You know the white dude. The, the, the Harvey Weinstein. I'm glad they got his sentence in, in before Corona went crazy and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? I hope that fucking old niggas like Bill Cosby ain't getting corona in jail. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we got to protect Bill Cosby. You also got to protect all the other old niggas like Lou Gossett Jr. and shit. This nigga Morgan Freeman. Uh, who old and black ain't die yet? Sidney Poitier. Who's our old queen? Old queen, maybe 93 years old, maybe 94. We got to protect... um. Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson, yo. We must protect Cicely Tyson, nigga. If we don't protect none of these other old niggas, can have Danny Glover. You know, have you take Danny Glover. We off that nigga. We ain't get another lethal weapon and shit. We off that nigga. Um, but nah, protect Cicely Tyson and shit. Yo, take Betty White if you have to, yo. Take yeah. Betty White if you have to, yo. Oh my God, take her. Um, Cicely Tyson. Yeah, protect Cicely Tyson, though. Protect Cicely Tyson. And um, yeah, man. Yeah, nah, and, and, and it's been a lot that's been going on, I and mean, we don't really need necessarily need to go into it because, you know, a lot of sports that we discuss, and I've seen a lot of your inboxes <clears throat> as we start, as we begin to wrap up. I've seen a lot of your inboxes in terms of what we discuss, specifically when we get to sports. The NBA is different from the NFL, it's different from the MLB. The NBA is star-driven, so when you have these big names that move, we tend to discuss them more because there's a little bit more of an impact because you're talking about, you know, the impact of one person versus five as opposed to the one person that infects a matter of, in terms of you just specifically talking about the starters, 22 starters, there's 11 starters on offense, there's 11 starters on defense. So it's a little bit different, but we did in-depth discuss people like Tom Brady and quarterbacks who, for the most part, take up one-fourth of your cap and so on and so forth and things like that. We, we kept you up to date with what was going on. But if you're an NFL fan, if you feel that there's something that we missed or anything like that, go ahead and inbox us. We want, we want, all, we want, to, hear every, we want to hear all of your criticism and everything that you think you have missed. But we really, to be honest with you, as a person that is a football connoisseur, we really didn't miss anything in terms of going in-depth with because the only thing that was really needed to go in about was what we spoke about, which was the Tom Brady uh, moving from, uh, uh, excuse me, um, Boston or New England or however you want to call it, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that has been covered that is the number one major move and number two and three, Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins, we discussed as well. Yeah. And just to bring it all to a head, fucking Joe Biden got the clean sweep tonight, got Arizona, okay. Illinois, he got Florida. Go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, for you haters, <laughs> well, no, nah, you're not haters. You're just for supporters. But what it's looking like is that you're going to get a Joe Biden versus a Donald Trump primary, either in terms of Democratic versus Republican. However you feel about it, as a Bernie supporter, as I know, I know a lot of the youth was a Bernie supporter, yeah. it is when, when the older vote turn it, turned out, they voted for Joe Biden. We are hoping this is an important election. I've always prided ourselves on being a podcast that can really speak to 
what was going on in the political moment. Not that we are not that we are specifically a political podcast, but within this season, this podcast, this better than you podcast that you are hearing three quarters of minus Brent. And when I say three quarters, I mean you are only hearing three of the four people who are part of what we consider the better than you pod. What we are talking about and what we are referring to is your importance in the decision who will control the United States. You could be sitting at home right now. You can have all the power in your hand. Are you upset about the gerrymandering that's gone on in your um, district? Are you upset about what's going on that in the presidency? Are you upset? Are you upset with what's going on in your county? You right now, and I'm on a soapbox, and my my, my fellow pot, potters can agree with me or not. You have the ability to affect that, whether it be right or whether it be wrong. If you don't like Donald Trump, guess what? You have the ability to affect that. You don't like the district attorney, you have the ability to affect that. Well, you have the ability to affect that. All those things that you complain about that you've seen um, Regina King win Oscars or Golden Globes about, you've had the ability to affect that from a month ago, because I think that's when the uh, first primaries happened, from a month ago all the way up until now. You've had the ability to affect that. If you are unhappy with what is happening in your district, you should, and you didn't, and you did not vote, stand up now, go in front of the mirror and point at yourself because you are the reason that you were upset with what happened because you did not take action because you did not understand. Or perhaps maybe you have not been listening to the Better Than You pod to inform you of what you have, what is at stake when you go vote during these quote-unquote democratic primaries because you are not, and I will repeat, you are not just voting for the president who you think or who you would hope to be president, whether it be Biden, Warren, Booker, Klobuchar, um, who's the other person, Joe, help me out, um, Sanders, excuse me, Sanders, you have had a this is not what it's about, it's bigger than just the presidential, this is bigger than Nino Brown, yeah, it's bigger than this shit, bigger than Nino Brown, you just looking at the you know what I'm saying? You're looking at the small picture. I'm trying to give you the big picture, king or queen. You, there's a bigger picture at play. Peasant. You missed it, and you missed it. If you in any other, if you in any of the any, if you excuse me, if you are in any other of the other states that have already voted, you had a chance to vote your district attorney. You had a chance to vote vote your sheriff, and so on and so forth. Out. So please don't complain because you were not listening to this podcast because we have told you time and time and time again what you were up against and what the season was, what the reason of the season of that was approaching us at that moment. You missed it. You missed it. So when you want to complain, look in the mirror. 
because you did not take the opportunity to make a difference within your community for you and even better not not for you, but even for your children. So it's important that you pay attention to what's going on. I apologize for not having a Joe. Do you have happen to have who may be up next for election? I usually have that up. Oh, the, the next dates. Yeah, I usually have that up, and I usually have birthdays, and I don't have either. I because there was so much that we needed to cover during this, you know, one, you know, two, two to three hours. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky. Uh, next week is supposed to be Alaska, Hawaii, and Wyoming, but mm-hmm. with the um. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that's not next week. I'm sorry. That's April 4th. Okay. Yeah, so we got like a couple of weeks and shit before anything. So it's Alaska, Hawaii, Wyoming on April 4th and on the 7th, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, but we all this stuff is subject to change. See what's going on. Right, yeah. As of now, so we can say that as of now, you said Wisconsin, Hawaii, and who else? Um, Alaska, Hawaii, and Wyoming on the 4th of April and on the 7th, um, Wisconsin. Right, and then when is Ohio postponed for? And that's my fault. Oh, Ohio's pushed all the way back to like the the June. time when nobody cares, like June second with like Jersey and shit, and Montana right. and Maryland and DC, right. which it might so, actually matter now because that's what I'm saying. It matters. It it, it matters because what what we're speaking, what we're, we're we're talking about so many different things. So the number one thing that we're talking about is we're speaking about Joe Biden versus Bernie Sanders. However, on the docket, and I hope you hear me while I'm clapping because that's just the New York shit. Mm-hmm. On the docket, there is your district attorney, there is your sheriff, there's your congressperson, there's your house representative. There are so many things on the, there is your um, district attorney. There are so many things on the docket that matter to you and your children that you need to be paying attention to. So even though Ohio, who I'm speaking to specifically, because as of now it is, sorry, it is 11.23, so if you're on mountain time, which I think Arizona is on mountain time, it is only 9.23. And if you're in Eastern Standard Time, it is 11.23. So right now, the vote that you made today or the votes that you made today, and trust me, I understand, because I was a person that did it at once, too. Not paying attention to who I voted for and just casting a vote because it's Democrat or what, excuse me, whatever it is. It is your duty with this, especially, excuse me, if you have children, it is your, it is your duty to pay attention Excuse me. To who you're voting for. The, if you are unsure of who to vote for or information, excuse me, information of who to vote for, please feel free to email at us. Email at us at better than you pod. You can IG us at better than you pod. At IG on on IG, we're very easy to find. It's not complicated or anything like that. Yeah, man. I want to say happy birthday, Nat King Cole. That nigga dead, but he was a cold ass nigga, man. And uh, happy birthday to Kurt Russell. He turned sixty nine or whatever. Big trouble in Little China. 
Shit, man. Fuck China right now. Thousand miles land as uh, well. Pro wrestling did. What you say? No. I said 3,000 miles of Graceline. Oh, word, 100, yeah. Shout out to uh, Coco Austin. She 41-ish uh, year. That's, uh, that's Ice-T chick, you know what I mean? We know Coco. She got the ass and titties, the blonde chick, blonde chick, whatever. Shout out to Sean Price. He dead, but today his birthday. Damn. Yeah, man. God bless Sean Price. Because I did with so much. And I didn't even get a chance to look at shit <laughs> because there was so much other shit to get to. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to pass on the birthdays this week. I can't even get to it. Well, I'm going to also say happy birthday to Gary Sinise. Oh, I remember that nigga. It's Lieutenant Dan. That nigga was thorough. He had no legs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then he, then he got magic legs and shit. You know what I mean? Shout out to Lieutenant Dan. Titanium. Titanium. You know? Magic legs. Eh? Magic legs. Shout out to Kyle Corver. It's his birthday, too. He's 39. Word, man. There's other folks here, but I don't fuck with these motherfuckers, man. Okay, I was waiting. Oh, no, no. I wasn't going to say nothing because you look like you had it. I'll be honest. And I said I usually... Oh, shout out to Tamar Braxton. I saw her. And you, I usually um try to maintain... Shout out to Rob, Logan yeah, Kardashian. Amount. Yeah, I saw that as well. Shout out to that British nigga John Boyega. Is that his name? Nah. The, the, the John Boyega. That's the nigga that was in um the shit. He was in like the Star Wars shit and the other shit. Oh, oh, oh the black one. Okay, John okay. Boyega. Yeah, man. He black. John Boyega and the rest of these folks look white. So, um, you know, I miss a couple white folks. You know, happy birthday to them too, but I don't care if you mention them. No, no, it's cool, and uh, I think, and, and I don't remember, and promise, and for me, if I didn't, that um, Idris Elba did say he was doing well. We also heard from Rudy Gobert, who said he is doing well, and I'm talking about these people I'm mentioning are have been uh, positively uh, notified that they have been infected with the coronavirus, and they are doing well. Idris Elba, Rudy Gobert, and um, Shit, Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. and Kevin Durant have all said they are doing well. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I want to say that in terms of giving us hope that people don't go crazy or act ridiculous in terms in light of what is going on. And I will say those of you who are stuck in a moment and trying to figure out what the hell to do, toilet paper or anything like that, Listen, it is still rotating. Um, one of the things I was scared about because my wife did tell me she did have a person who was in of a ex supermarket, as not to incite any type of craziness, that they were stopping shipping cross uh, state lines. However, when I did wake up in the morning and go to the said supermarket at you know, I did wake up early and go get a few more canned supplies. I had no issue. They did have toilet paper. They did have paper towels to uh, for sale and so on and so forth. So please stop acting like there is no more toilet paper. There is toilet paper. There are, there are paper towels. Maybe not at your perhaps local Walmart, but you can fulfill whatever you need. Uh, in a safe in um, 
an only fashion at your local supermarket. It may just take a, a second or two to look for it. And New York City, if you are, and I'm closing out, I don't know if anybody has anything else to say, but please chime in if you do. New York, we all looking at as a new, and, and I'm saying that as a New Yorker, if you can hear my accent, New York, <laughs> you <laughs> within the next 24, well, you know what? Let's just say within the next 24 hours, you will be looking at a shelter in. I know a lot of my folks don't drive. I know a lot of my folks rely specifically on the local markets or anything like that. Please go ahead and stock up. I'm not talking about toilet paper or anything like that. I'm talking about actual food. Because as New Yorkers, we are accustomed to being able to place an order to a Chinese food restaurant or to a pizza place or whatever. Perhaps you may need to, to cook your own food. Please stock up on your own food. Yeah, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. But well, I ain't got to say anything else. Everybody stay in, stay safe. You know what I'm saying? I uh, hope you uh, stack your bread if you can, stack your food if you can. Just be keep safe. Keep your throat moist. Keep your throat moist. And keep your throat moist. Don't worry too much. And tomorrow is Queen Latifah's birthday, probably the day we dropped this Wednesday, uh, March 18th. So happy birthday to the Queen. And uh, fuck Lionel Richie, yo. Well, up. Fuck Lionel Richie. That's what you, Brian. I usually set my boy B up. I usually just mention Lionel Richie just on the strength of him to get his shit off. But you know what? Fuck Lionel Richie. Matter of fact, not necessarily fuck Lionel Richie, but specifically fuck Lionel Richie's mustache. Let's be more specific. (laughs) 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 And shit like that. As always... You can get at us on IG at Better Than You Pod. Matter of fact, if you're listening to this pod, and I hope that you listen to the end, if you want to mash up with us, if you want to get at us and everything like that, if you want to challenge anything at us, you know what, in terms of you have your own platform, get at us, inbox us. We can't wait to, we can't wait for all the smoke. We, we hope for all the smoke. That's what we wish for. Because simply that's why we named it Better Than You. So Better Than You Pod at IG. Get at us. We want all the praise. We know we want all the smoke. Until next week, peace. Peace. All right.